0: Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast, a show where a group of friends get together and talk about a variety of geeky topics. Find out what shows we've been watching, find out what movies we've seen, find out what games we're playing. Come along and join us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name as always is Devram Turak.
1: Oh, there we go.
0: And today I'm joined by Patrick Gleason. Hello, hello. Paul Sanders. Paul Sanders.
2: Oh, mine was pathetic.
0: Hi, Patrick Ramzahoy. Hello. That was and cool. Dwayne McKinnon. <laughs> 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 it's almost as, as bad as, bad as, as mine, mine was. Jeez. That was worse. So pathetic. Worse. <laughs> ah. it, it probably <laughs> would have be better if it had been, you know, like a full, a bottle, but uh, and, shake and it, it. You shaken. You should have shaken it or shook it. Yeah, you, you really should have sh-
3: just shaken yeah. the shit out of it. It does all fit, Devon, If you pour slowly for a little bit there, and then uh, no, that's okay. Look
0: at that. Uh, right yeah. So. Um, we're currently recording on St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to do everything I can actually to release this tonight. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Hopefully, I won't have to do much editing to it and it'll just be easy peasy. And we'll actually up. have our very first day of recording release. Whoa. Ooh, wow. That'd be special. Of an episode of the of the podcast.
1: So, uh, cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 St. Patrick's Day to
0: L. Happy St. St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm
1: hmm. A Special day for us. Since we lost, we are we lost Patrick already not one but Whoa. two Patricks. That's That's right. Right. He's already wandered off, so we have to wait for him. Yeah, he was, he was. It's throwing throwing okay, out we,
4: we, we can vamp That's without it. That's because him. I uh, got Kilkenny all over my hands. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so um, let us begin with our usual segment one, our weeks ish. Do you the... want to bring
3: Patrick in first? Because he has been here. Sure,
0: yeah, Pat, you haven't been here for a while, mm-hmm. at least a couple episodes, uh, what have you been up to in the last, uh, since the turn of the century, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> since, since the turn of the year. End, um, end of the year? Well, uh,
4: <laughs> just in general, or, because... Uh, sure,
0: you can do it in general. Actually, no, he wasn't here for the end of the year one either, because no. he, you didn't take, you didn't, he only
4: partook in the... Um, I did sort of call, text ins. Yeah, yeah, exactly,
0: He was involved in the live stream. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yes, carry on.
4: Okay, um, what have you been well... Up to? Um, been uh, watching uh, some movies like Captain Marvel, of course. Uh, lots of stuff on Netflix mm-hmm. that, that uh, I've been interested in. Uh, Umbrella Academy. Um, they've just released uh, Love, Death, and Robots, which really looks interesting. Okay, so have you actually started watching it? I've watched the first episode. And super blo- super nudity, not sex, but graphic nudity. And-
1: so we're talking in the heavy metal tradition.
4: <laughs> yes, but it's computer animation. Yeah. And, uh, so. Uh, it's kind of... Uh, yeah, it's short stories, though, right? Fa- Final Fantasy, right? But it's yeah. short stories, right? It's I not mean, like uh, yes. it's a series. Each episode standalone. It's, each, each uh, it's stand an alone. anthology. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did also watch the... Uh, what was it? Um,
3: Umbrella Academy, you said? Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah, Umbrella Academy. But uh, the um, uh, tra- Black Mirror episode, the uh, Choose Your Own oh, the Adventure choo- one. Choose Your Own Adventure one. Yeah, Balderdash. Balderdash. How did it go? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, they they do kind of lead you all along in where you're going to go. Uh, So, uh, I mean, the main theme of it is the lack of choice that we really have in the world, right? Right. You start, the first choice I think you have is what breakfast cereal he's going to eat. I don't eat breakfast cereal. Well, the character eats, right? So you have to to choose one. You you don't go on if you don't make that choice. Terrible terrible choice. That is a terrible choice. It's like, where's the bacon? Give me bacon at least. Give me that as a choice. Bacon's a weekend uh, breakfast, right? (laughs) What? Uh, What? Huh? Well, what <laughs> yeah. what uh, heresy do you speak there? <laughs> Gaming-wise, um, I've uh, discovered a game called uh, Phantom Protocol, which mm-hmm. uses the same uh, mechanics as XCOM. Yeah. Uh, so if you know mm-hmm. XCOM, it's really yeah. easy to learn how to manipulate the game. Uh, but it's, uh, it's uh, in the 1980s uh, Cold War spy thing. Spy Ooh, oh okay. interesting so you're you know where XCOM you're trying to get through and blast your way through the aliens this one you want to be as stealthy as you can for as long as you can because mm. mm. uh, once you're discovered then they start sending in reinforcements and they're never ending
3: did you put everyone on your team again like you did in XCOM
4: no no <sighs> man um,
3: some no. friends you are. We don't even get to exist well, in reality. You don't, your fantasy worlds. You
4: don't, you don't get to customize characters. <laughs> it's so quite it's quiet. So <laughs> don't, don't, <go. laughs> not what I meant. You know that. Yeah. So no, you, you do, ch- you do choose a main character to play in this one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, you don't have to be sending that character on missions if you don't want to, and you don't get to customize your characters. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. an interesting thing I haven't actually run across the implications of it yet is, uh, when you're hiring care, uh, agents, some of them come with secret abilities, which can get unlocked later on through the game. But there's the potential for those secret abilities to also mean that they're sleeper agents or double agents or whatever working against you. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it it, it is uh, interesting and fun. Right? Hmm. Yeah.
3: Well, you've also done your game, too.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I've got uh, my ongoing 3.5 campaign. Um the, uh, so game. since Dwayne's here, just give us some secrets of what's coming up so he can hear you know, the info of... Oh, no, but uh, <laughs> I, it's been a while since I've talked about it, so I can at least talk about what's been going on in the past. They've discovered the uh, secret imperial treasury, so now they can fund their civil war. Um, what has happened is the uh, the campaign MacGuffin, the, the prince, oh, yes. um, his family was massacred, and uh, so now he's... A, uh, Trying he's to regain renegade. the crown. Yeah, and so he's decided he wants to get revenge and, and get his crown back, or get the throne back. So the party is helping him basically launch a civil war. So they, they got a hold of the, uh, the secret treasury, um, made contact with the Druids of the North, uh, who gave them a mission to try and stop a war between Frost Giants and Fire Giants? Yeah, like the giants. let the
3: giants kill each other.
4: Well, yeah, normally they'd be okay with that, except that the collateral damage from this war was devastating the lands that the druids were controlling.
3: But then it's easy for the Empire to come in afterwards and rebuild.
4: Well, the druids are not part of the Empire.
3: Ah, <laughs> oh, but see, that might be a good reason for the Empire to let it happen. Then and they just
1: sort of... Like, well, yeah, the, the Empire. Except for the fact that in order for the prince to become the Empire. He needs all the help he can get. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, darn it.
4: Yeah. So they, uh, they figure out uh, that what was going on was a cloud giant decided to go and, uh, you know, do a uh, colonial raid for relics and uh, grab the secret, uh, or the, the holy relic for the frost giants uh, to put on display in their museum. And uh, the uh, fire giants got blamed for it, so that's why the war started. So the, uh, they did a raid on in the cloud giant city, got the the uh, item back the holy item back and uh stopped the war. Well. And then came back and had a few extra troops uh courtesy of the druids and um they basically made the plans for how to get the civil war started though I've realized that they have forgotten to discuss where they go next. So once you get the war started how how are they planning to work their way to the end game? They haven't really figured that out.
3: Yet. Well, I'll take a few sessions, I'm sure of long <laughs> discussion planning.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean they just need to work on a grand strategy and you know just like uh, any grand strategy it lasts until the first encounter, right? So they they don't want to be too detailed on what they want to do. They just want to have an idea of the direction they want things to head in. Um, the party has moved on to uh, try and get uh, some non-human allies so they uh, are ultimately wanting to get to the Dwarven kingdom that they uh, Always need dwarves. Yeah. Always need dwarves. Well, they, they dealt with the Dwarven Kingdom early on in the campaign, so they want to get in touch with them and get them on side. And along the way, they went through a couple of Elven Kingdoms. The one that was closest to where they're trying to start the Civil War um, was on side, as long as they can show that they actually stand a chance of winning. Uh, there was one that's closer to the Imperial, the center, the center of the Empire. And uh, these guys, when they heard what was going on, were thinking, okay, the empire, the emperor hasn't been very open or forthcoming to us. Uh, if we give him this information, maybe he'll be a lot more amenable to us. And so uh, things have kind of gone the wrong way. <laughs> it certainly didn't help that uh, when I asked, well, what are you talking to the, 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 king, the elven king about? Um, Malus, the uh, warlock diplomat that the party has, basically say, well, we tell him everything. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Poor decision. Yeah. Poor decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ka- yeah. kind of gave them the fodder to think. Oh, okay, I can use this to my advantage. Yep. and uh, can't we trust went. the elves anyway. Yeah, so we left with left off with the party escaping from the elven kingdom mm-hmm. uh, down this area or down the route that seemed to have the least elves, and now they're discovering why there's really not a strong elven pres- presence there, yeah. and that's oh. where we're going to start off on Wednesday.
1: Out uh, of the frying pan into into the fire. Deep fire. Oh, deep
3: fire. <laughs> All right, uh, Darvom, um, I'm looking at you again because I know you like to take
4: control. Of yes,
0: this. I am. A, I am in control. Okay, so is well, that we, we can, all we, you we want to talk about?
4: Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be more that comes sure. up as the discussions go on. Okay, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's move on to Dwayne. What about you?
1: Uh, so since we recorded last, um, it's been a little odd. Uh, I've seen very little TV. Um, I'm now massively behind in pretty much every genre show I've been following, The Flash, Black Lightning, Supergirl, you name Arrow. Didn't Green Arrow got canceled, didn't it? Um, Arrow. Well, I was going to bring that yeah, up in Arrow. news and rumors, okay. but yes, um, Arrow has announced that the upcoming season will be its final season,
4: and it's going to be a short season. Yeah, eight eight episodes, I believe.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I've seen exactly one movie, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're going to talk
0: about that in a whole separate segment. Oh yes, oh, yeah. yes.
3: And Except for Paul, who
1: yeah.
0: Jeff, yeah. Paul's just going to leave the room. Yeah. Yes. And then no, we'll... I'm, I'm not going to leave the room. <laughs>
1: uh, and so, uh, for the most part, what I've been up to has been reading. Um, what 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 is that? Yes, I it's know. It's the thing it's, you do with your eyes. It's this odd, archaic uh, yeah way of. Bobby. Yeah, strange idea. Um, very very Have strange way of, of using your tape? eyes instead of <laughs> watching a screen. Audiobooks? Have you yeah. heard of that? That's definitely. <laughs> <terrible>. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do almost Have you heard about. of the
3: audiobooks
1: now? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm a
3: dwindle. I'm old-fashioned. I like books. Oh, I read so a yeah. lot So,
1: since we recorded last, um, I've uh, backed two different Kickstarters. Um, the first one, which just completed last Thursday, was for... Uh, a new Exalted 3rd Edition product of Lunar's uh, Fangs at the Gate. But Here. see,
0: telling us and the uh, audience about this at this point... It's you kind asked of, what I've done in yeah, the okay, hobby. Okay. Yeah, you did ask <laughs> okay? him. That's like, fine, I'm That's not, fine. <laughs> just saying, if you had told us, told us about this at the, before the last recording, or at the time of the last recording,
3: we all could have I been I think involved. I might have mentioned it. I think he did. Or also maybe... I think, yeah. yeah.
1: I don't remember... But, Mm -hmm. Anyways, I just uh, uh, ended up backing that. Uh, The interesting thing, um, Onyx Path is the company that has the rights to uh, develop uh, Exalted and the World of Darkness stuff. Uh, Basically, the the actual game developers from White Wolf, when White Wolf decided to get out of active game development, went off, formed their own company, got the rights from White Wolf to continue developing the games that they had previously developed, and just kept going. So, Onyx Path, uh, their first exalted Kickstarter for the main 3rd Ed book dragged on for ages. Oh, no, no, no.
3: Don't tell me. It can't be as bad as (laughs) saying I'm not saying it's the
1: worst. (laughs) I'm just saying it dragged on for ages. I believe there was... In December, it'll be five years. I I believe there there. was a three-year gap between the end of the Kickstarter and when... The well, that book is was object. actually
3: available. That is actually a fair amount of time, yeah.
1: Yeah. So they've learned from that. Um, the second Kickstarter, the big Kickstarter they did for Exalted, uh, was for the Dragonblooded, blooded uh, what Fire Hath Wrought. And they had three they they had three books available through this Kickstarter. Um, the main dragon blooded book, a uh, companion book called Heirs to the Shogunate, and uh, a source book for the realm, called simply The The Realm. Realm. Um, But as part of the Kickstarter, they made the manuscript of the main book, uh, What Fire Hath Wrought, available to the backers. So they doled out manuscript previews as uh, bonus things yeah as updates as Kickstarter updates as they went along, um, and they did the same thing with the Lunar's book. so they haven't done a full release of the Dragon Blooded book yet, but you got most of they, it. Well, they've put out the whole full art PDF and all that yeah. stuff to backers only. I believe it's going to be available publicly through uh drive through RPG very soon. But I do have all the manuscript for the Lunars now as well. So I've been reading through that a lot. There's a lot of changes from second ed, uh, for the most part, uh, positive changes. I've been online on the Onyx Path forums and on their Discord channel. Yeah. And that, and so that's been a lot of fun. And people online who have read, stuff for a while or a lot more into Lunars than I am seem really enthusiastic about all these changes so I think that's a good sign yeah uh, so I'm looking forward so the book's been really quite interesting it'll be neat it'll be neat to see it all properly laid out and some errata put in and stuff and that I'm really looking forward to the Lunars companion book um I'm also looking forward to the uh the other two Dragonblooded books because they haven't come out yet. But when they do, I'll end up, I'll end up getting them. And that So that's been a lot of what I've been up to for the past few weeks. Alright. Um, I, I just
0: know. want to quick, have a quick interjection about Kickstarter. So I got an On the Earthdawn Kickstarter that we were uh, talking about many couple oh, years sure. ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, I ended up getting only the uh, the bundle that gave you the Player's Guide, the GM's Guide, and I think maybe the Companion. Um, so like a total value of um, like eighty dollars, I think was what it was set at. Um, I've been receiving every book that they've released so far. So I've gotten the Trevar City. I've gotten another one that that just arrived recently, and there's one more that I think that's on its way. So somehow they've they've accidentally put me into like the wrong category, yeah. and now I'm getting everything. It's the um,
1: funniest thing. Not not an accident. Oh really? Actually, <laughs> um, the way that they did. The Earth Dawn 4th Kickstarter was as stretch goals, they kept adding mm-hmm. books to earlier tiers and stuff. Oh, I so okay. I did a similar level pledge, but as they went through, mm-hmm. they were like going, We'll do Trevar and it gets added. And so, oh, they're, so act- okay. they're actually um, the final book that they promised us that part of that Kickstarter is Elven Nations. Yeah, Elven Nations. And is the last it, it is supposed to be coming out relatively in, relatively in the near future. I and actually just received
0: the email about uh, getting your early copy uh, in PDF format uh, yesterday.
1: Okay, I'm going to have to look into that. I don't get Kickstarter emails okay. from that Kickstarter because they gave an option uh, to pay through their store and paying through their store, you could pay with PayPal, which oh, yeah, Kickstarter yeah. does not support. Right. And at the time it was more convenient for me to use PayPal. So uh, I'll have to, I'll have to look into that because I should be getting an email directly from uh, Josh, who's the line developer sometime soon then. Um, so, yeah, so the second Kickstarter that I backed, um, I believe I mentioned on the podcast before, I am a huge fan of, of a webcomic called Girl Genius um, by Phil and Katja Folio. Um, Phil Folio uh, actually got reasonably famous for doing a lot of the early Magic the Gathering cards. He was one of the uh, main artists there and one of the ones who ended up walking away when uh, wizards basically decided that they weren't willing to pay very well for artwork for magic uh moving forward and so girl genius is an online web comic it publishes a page every monday wednesday friday and at various points in the storyline the folios uh have bundled them up and put out uh print and pdf volumes all right And this is a fantastic comic. Uh, As it's free, I recommend to everyone... uh, Send everyone a a a, a, link. Yeah, yeah. send me a link up in the show notes. Um, You can read all of it online. Uh, I like it so much that I am extremely happy to give the folios my money from time to time. Please take my Um, money! Just take
3: my money! Um...
1: (laughs) One of the nice things was the first the first Kickstarter that I backed for them, I think it was for volume 12, um, we're up to volume 15 now for the current Kickstarter. Uh, they were looking to put all the other volumes back into print. And so as part of the stretch goals, as they unlocked a new back-into-print volume, they added Another the volume. PDF of that volume to... All the tiers, which include a PDF. So for $10 US, I ended up getting 12 <coughs> volumes of Curl Genius. That's pretty good. That's, that's <laughs> uh, which was fantastic. Um, it's basically Europe under mad science. Okay. And mm. it's funny. Oh my heavens, it's funny. <laughs> and it's well plotted and it keeps moving and it's it's really good stuff I really really recommend it all right you said Devram will put a link in her uh, yep yeah so that's been the main the main things the other thing I've been doing a lot of is I've been reading a lot of Marvel Unlimited over the past few weeks and that so I think I've read about six months worth of Mm -hmm. comics um and most of the stuff that uh, Marvel put out during those particular six months, which in my case, March to September, 2009. <laughs> in three um, weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's, it's been interesting because I've been rereading some stuff that I read back then. Mm-hmm. I've also been reading a bunch of stuff that I never read back then. Uh, and it's been interesting. Around that time period was when Marvel started doing their noir comics. I really like liked the noir so, comics. Yes. So um, I read Spider-Man Noir first, and because that's the one that's resonated well, also all like, the way through the past ten years. Well,
3: also that's the one also that is Spider-Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, right? exactly.
1: Yeah, and as well regularly appearing in Spider-Man comics lately because the Spider-Verse is a a fairly constant thing in mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe comics um, for the past five years or so. Um, also read Luke Cage noir. That was uh, that interesting. really interesting. Was that set in the 20s again or 30s? Yeah, or? yeah. again, oh, all the noir, same same sort of thing. Uh, also Wolverine yeah. noir.
3: The Wolverine okay. one was really um, good. Uh, well, just has, to, I just want to get the, the Logan noir film. Huh? I don't see that one. It's I haven't
1: seen Logan yet. It's on Netflix. I keep meaning to. But yeah, but yeah so been doing a lot of a reading. A uh, lot of reading there. Mm. So it's, it's been good. The only other thing I've done is I've advanced a little bit further on Shadow on Hong Kong. I'm now trying to bust my surrogate father figure.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm down to that one there. Out that, of, that's um, brutal.
1: That's yeah, a brutal mission. Uh, fortunately for me, uh, I decided to play a hacker. Yeah, I always um, play a hacker. For though. for this run-through on the game. So I've gotten a lot of practice. I'm going to need all of it. <laughs> yeah, because I
3: realized without a hacker, like, as a hacker PC, mm-hmm. the NPC is like, oh, okay, not quite as good as a PC would be at this point in time. Of and, course. And, yeah, if you don't have that, it sets off alarms like crazy, and then it just gets insane. Well, the main, the main thing
1: is, is that I have to do a crazy amount of hacking within 10 rounds. Yes. So I've only taken one crack at it so far. I failed miserably. <laughs> and so I'll be starting again, and we'll yeah, see how it goes. Is this the
0: one where you save the mutant?
3: Well, there's a, you save a zombie. and Is you save, a zombie? You save a uh, vampire. Well, you have the option. No. You have an option to, uh, there's a zombie there. that A ghoul. Uh, sorry, a ghoul. Let's be exact, a ghoul. Uh, sorry, a ghoul, uh, who's really good with a sword. And if you're nice to him, he joins you. And then you have a really good swords guy. Oh, yeah. And, and then you also there's a chance to get a let a vampire exist but then again that helps you for other missions yeah. and like I said but I have as I realized in the, yeah, without a hacker in the last mission it's brutal mm-hmm. it's a lot of ends up a lot of just straight gunfighter and yeah there's a lot more of them in their review
0: of course there always is
3: <laughs> although so. grenades do work well if you have an opening always oh, to yeah.
1: grenades hmm. so uh, yeah for that so it's what's really interesting, is that while my hacker guy is doing all this stuff in the matrix, in meat space there's a fairly major fight. Going oh yeah, on. exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, for this for this one, I picked uh, my character's foster brother, just because. Oh yeah, he. Uh, uh, he's the he's alright. Like gunshore or whatever it is. Yeah. He's. Uh, my shaman, and my rigor, who yeah. has a. Really kick-ass combat drone. So um, it's been uh, the Meat Space side of things went a heck of a lot better than <laughs> the Matrix did uh, when I was when I was doing when I was doing the run through. But yeah, that that is it. I have no idea when I'm going to catch up on all the TV that I have just. It's been weird. I just have not been in the mood for watching stuff. <laughs> the only thing that I ended up doing was I did finish off the season of Murdoch Mysteries. Oh, that's
0: action. about it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Paul, Paul who has very little to disclose. Oh, Paul, really? Hungry. How's the table going? Give us a table update. Table update number two.
2: I bought more material.
0: Oh, that's a plus. Okay, I'm getting there. Have you have you now acquired all the materials you need?
5: No,
2: I'm missing hardware. hardware.
0: Okay, hardware is in like legs. Um,
2: yes, okay. uh, that, that's something I will leave to the end because it's probably one of the easiest things to do. Okay, but.
1: uh like mounting brackets and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: it's just uh, I have to go and get the, the uh, I mean, the tubes come in like 24 foot lengths. I mm-hmm. got to get them cut and then purchase them individually. So it's just.
0: It's 24 feet too tall? For a table?
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll get, I'll get a whole bunch of those. We'll see how that works out for you, Dan. Well, we could sit it outside my deck, and then yeah. have the, you know, the table go up
4: to yeah. the top of the deck. From the ground floor. From the, from the ground, ground floor. floor. Yeah, yeah. Make it wide enough so cars can get be underneath be. to get to the garage. <laughs> that. Wouldn't that be
1: a little too high to even put stuff through the upstairs windows to get <laughs> onto the table? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah.
2: <laughs> probably. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's coming along. Um, I was going to do a bunch last weekend, last Saturday, when you guys all went to uh, see the movie that I couldn't make because I had other things to do. But that turned into um, my dad coming to me and saying, hey, we have to tear up half your floor in your bedroom to get to the septic or the sub pump
3: because we have to install one. By the way, Paul's the one person who's not out of the basement. (laughs) No, I'm still in the basement, unfortunately. (laughs) But
2: uh, no, it was... (laughs) I was, I had all these great plans last Saturday to, uh, to work on the table and it just didn't happen because I mean, the, we've had, we have so much snow and yeah. it's suddenly getting really warm now. Yeah. And my dad was concerned for the first time in 17 years that the house might flood. Yeah. So he's, he's not wrong. And we, we don't have a, a sub pump. We've never had one installed. So he's like, well, let's put one in. And I'm like, well, I do know that that's in the middle of my floor, under my floor in my room. So we tore up half the floor to get to this fucking thing to put the Jesus. bloody thing in. So that was my last weekend. Instead of doing work on the table, I ended up doing that. So,
0: what about fun stuff though? Have you seen any movies? Watched any TV shows? Um, I've. I just who who watched are you the, following on YouTube?
2: I'm following a lot of people on YouTube <laughs> right now. Um, I I just finished watching season three of Into the Badlands on Netflix, which is fantastic.
1: I love that show. It's too bad they canceled it. So, it's depressing. Wow, nice. <laughs> From what, I, from what I read just before we started recording, there's eight more episodes yeah. starting uh, this coming week, actually. Oh, good.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, oh, well, to be honest with you, it's one of those uh, apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic yep. things. It's sort of like you can only go so far with those until you sort of run out of stuff without it being just repetitive. I mean, like, look at The Walking Dead. It's just very repetitive now. You know, They, yeah. move, they move from one area to another and fight somebody else that's pissed off at, you know whatnot there's it's at this point how are the zombies even alive or not alive but you know still not rotted away to nothingness at this point right so it's sort of getting to that point where it's just silly
1: yeah uh, i mean once the human population shrinks down to a certain point how do the zombies not starve to death (laughs) that's kind of well
4: well, they're, they're undead so they can't starve to death that's yeah. That's right. just get emaciated. But they yeah, they just
2: rot away. And yeah. at some point it's like, um, okay, you're a skeleton now. Like how can you keep moving? There's Physically it's impossible. <laughs> it's <laughs> so. just the
4: next phase. Instead of being chased by zombies, you're being chased by skeletons. Yeah, but
1: Why skeletons, did this turn into a fantasy thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the thing. No skeletons brains. require magic. Yeah, I right. mean yeah. zombies you can kind of I mean, it's a, at some point, yeah, there's kind of it. The sinews and, was a virus and tendons whatever, and everything
2: are gonna go away, right. and, and there's no physical way the thing can move. So that's at right. that
3: point, it's yeah, yeah. But well, also without its yeah. brain, it's useless too, right? Well, it yeah, did, that's it, gonna rot away. Yeah, so, so exactly. yeah. Well, you've also done some gaming.
2: Yes, uh, Eternal Vigilance and Pendragon and Pendragon.
0: And how yeah, did those you? turn out?
2: I, I, one of my characters died and I wasn't even playing it. <laughs> That's in Warhammer 40k Dark Heresy. That was yesterday, for heaven's sakes. It just happened, he was a, a victim of circumstance and location. That was but it. I, I did not ask
3: you if you wanted to bring him or not. And You, you said, did, yes. You, you said, yes, I do. It's like, okay. Because this is
2: Warhammer, you always have to have a backup on hand. Except your backup went, oh. The, yeah, oh, the, backup the backup died. died.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre. Fresh start.
2: Yeah, and and you're like, we could have ended the campaign, but you're like, no, let's keep going. So now it's turned into Pendragon, only in Warhammer.
5: (laughs) Because
2: it's like, we've now become special agents to, like, the head guy in the entire Imperium. So it's sort of like... This feels like Pendragon all over again, <laughs> well, except you guys
3: aren't in charge. In charge. That's right. Well, except for if you listen to okay. Devon's character, yes, yes, you are. Well, I'm, I'm just blessed by the emperor. That's yeah, all. Of course, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. I, I, just, I walk through entire um, battles without but, even. But keep in mind, in Pendragon,
2: me. we weren't the leaders until much later in the campaign. Anyway, yes, took over. So. Give it enough time. <laughs> oh, I see. You want to become sector no. leaders and stuff like hell, that?
3: Hell no! I don't want that kind of responsibility. Yeah, it sounds like way
0: too much paperwork. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Patrick.
3: Well, uh, again, I've actually done a fair amount. Uh, I've been doing. Have you? Yeah, I've been actually regular with YouTube releases for movie reviews, including one with Patrick the Rocketeer, where we look back at how well it held up, and overall, it, it really did well. It was a great movie. Uh, we oh, we enjoyed it. And Alan Arkin is it's just awesome. Of course, <laughs> Alan Arkin. He always does great. Yeah. Uh, we also, I also did one for... So in 2012, Disney came out with John Carter. Yeah. And they didn't call a, it...
0: A really good movie, by the way. They didn't call it John know.
3: Carter of Mars because a year before, Mom, uh, Mars Needs Moms mm-hmm. bombed horribly. So they didn't want to associate the name Mars to their movie. And, but it still bombed. But a few years before that, the guys who were in charge of Sharknado movies came up with one called "The Princess of Mars," which is actually the first book that—that's uh, Yeah, that's what John
4: Carter of Mars was based, based on, right?
3: In that, so and it—it it is a Sharknado quality uh, movie. <laughs> oh, they actually made it. Oh, yes. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. It's low budget, and, it, and this
0: is a couple years before John yeah, Carter. 2009. Yeah, okay. Now oh. that John Carter movie is. But I did a review of it. Of course, you know we guys don't like it. Do yeah, we, we, to. Don't, we don't. But yeah. I did Just a like movie. you don't listen to the podcast. I'm don't. here for the podcast. <laughs> Why don't I listen to it? <laughs> doesn't matter. You guys aren't um, there for
3: my reviews. So you at least, you know.
0: Anyway, as I was saying, um, because. Excuse me, it's my turn. Yeah, you were. But uh, I just <laughs> want to talk a little bit about that John Carter
3: movie.
0: <laughs> I think that was a great
3: movie.
0: I think they did a really good job on it. I think we should go back and revisit it. I mean, unfortunately, there's nothing really that we can compare it to. It's not really a uh, compare and contrast. Uh, for princess of, of Mars. Yeah, but different movie, different yeah. title.
3: I, no, it's the same movie. Uh, I just had to tell it's the, the same, same press, story, press, same story uh, premise. But it's but not a reboot or a. Well, it's also right two hundred and fifty million dollar budget versus maybe twenty million yeah. oh, I'm less, sure less less than that. that yeah, mm. so maybe like five million at the most. Well, uh, what I'm saying is yes. maybe
0: we should do like a review of it for the actual Out of the Basement podcast, not review of the clones. Okay, we so can do that. Uh, so I,
3: that's I, it's a it's a it's a un.
0: Appreciated movie. It's I think it's a gem that we really should go and revisit. All right, we'll
3: take a look at it. Uh, the other thing I've been doing, well, I watched uh, Winona Earp both seasons. Yeah, that. that's a good that show. One. And this is funny because that got me in the mood to talk about Deadlands, which I started doing a couple of videos of gaming talk. Okay. And I did the first one was basically the background behind Deadlands, which is Spaghetti Western with meat. and But that's what Winona Earp got me thinking of again because it's very similar. There's demons well it's in modern time but it's a small western town she's got the gun of you know Mr. Erb her ancestor it, her ancestor which is the one that kills demons mm-hmm. and also a little bit like it feels of supernatural because it's basically sort of the monster of the week but with an overall arc mm-hmm. yeah. and then, uh, so then yeah I did another one where I talked about the game mechanics of making characters stuff for deadlines, and the next one's going to be talking about the characters I had which including Patrick and Dwayne were involved with that yeah. Uh, other than that for shows while well, I did watch I think I don't remember talking last time Ant-Man and the Wasp I actually did watch yeah Yay. you mentioned <laughs> okay um, then started watching a little bit of Umbrella Academy but haven't had a chance at too much because the video editing and all that does take time and now that I'm trying to keep have a regular two videos a week that takes a lot of time and also I have been doing some gaming I did penduring like I said it's trying to become somewhere regular and now we're being regular as well for uh, Warhammer 40k, Dark Heresy, and every once in a while on Fridays to get together with our other buddy, Big Chris, and doing some, start doing some Fifth Edition D and D. it's better than three point five. Sorry, it <laughs> is. And it's also like every once in a while on Fridays, like okay, we're bored, let's get together and do something. Mm. And uh, the end of course, yes, I saw Captain Marvel as well. I already have a review of it up online on YouTube. Yes, I am. Trying to get people to actually go and watch our videos so we can get Patreons.
0: Okay, so um, moving on, uh, I, I'm sure you, know, you have more to talk about, Pat? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes.
3: Just, what? I've, I've actually been doing stuff. I've been busy this last little 35 while. 35
0: minutes? No problem. Keep going.
3: Yeah. I'm not 35 minutes in. It's I'm, I'm, only got
0: I'm just saying we're 35 minutes in and we're still in that uh, hobby talk, so carry on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but considering the fact that there's four, six of us, four people have talked, you know. That's only about, yeah, that's about seven,
0: time. eight minutes each. So it's Seven, eight minutes too long per person, but that's okay. Carry on. Oh. Oh.
1: Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> you know, Paul keeps all the equipment. We could plot a coup. Yes. Uh,
0: (laughs) I have the keys to the kingdom, though. (laughs) What are you going to do with the equipment? Uh, Anyway, none of this is important. I I have the backdoor keys, too, so uh, for now. Yeah, that's that. (laughs) That's that's easy to change. It's the war.
3: Start a new one. Um, (laughs) No, that's pretty much it. Like I said, for the, the gaming stuff, it's been nice that I've been actually getting regular with the Pendragon and Eternal Vigilance. So that's nice. So all of that was for nothing, basically. Yeah, I know. just love doing that to you. Motherfucker. Uh <laughs> love fucking okay. you. Uh, so <laughs> now we get on to segment two. I've
0: got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, I'm uh, going to start with... Th- this is, is going to take this forever. Is, yeah, yeah this, this actually is going to take another 20 minutes. No,
3: I, no, no. no so seven or eight minutes.
4: About. That's it. Seven or eight minutes, dude. Here we go. Move 20
0: on. minutes. Ready? Timer. Uh, and go. <laughs> so the first thing I want to talk about, um, I was on an airplane recently and... Uh, just flipping through the available movies that were uh, on the the seat back, I came across uh, something called Overlord. And it it started out as a... Yes,
3: uh, it's World War II. A World
0: War II D-Day airborne movie. It did not end that way.
3: Castle Frankenstein. (laughs) Castle Falkenstein. Uh, Wolfenstein. Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah, I would say more Wolfenstein.
0: So uh, Nazis uh, are kind of... uh, a lot of fodder for um, movies and, and TV shows and video games has been Nazi science and Nazi super science, where they're experimenting on people trying to pre- pre- uh, pre- create a super soldier type of thing. And this was one of those types of movies. So uh, these these um, this uh, group of airborne um, are sent to uh, ahead of D Day, so the the day before they're dropped behind enemy lines in Germany. And this particular group has a mission to take out a communications tower so, uh, that's, that's basically uh, stopping all communications in the area. So the they, the alliance the allies aren't able to uh, communicate with each other to coordinate the, the post D-Day landing scenarios. And in order to fix this, this team has a mission to destroy this, this uh, radio communications setup. And when they get there, they find out that the castle in which it's been set up is actually being used as a Nazi science um, yeah. hub. And they're doing all sorts of crazy experiments on the locals and and it's so it starts off as a Whoa. a war movie and it turns into a weird monster horror movie. Yeah. And it's awesome. I mean it's terrible. It's so bad. It's but a, it's so bad that it's so, so good. good. Yeah, I saw some things I I'm like. Really enjoy it's it. on Netflix, isn't it? I don't know if it's on Netflix. It might be uh, difficult to find.
3: No, well, I know one, um, I can get it through YouTube, like pay for it. Yeah, yeah, Uh, you you could probably, you could And I've been tempted because I'm like, it actually, I've seen trailers and talk about it and it does seem like. It's hilarious. It's basically Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But done better than Doom did for the game. Yeah, yeah, of course and yeah, I was like oh that looks really good because it's, it's not zombies it's monster weird monster things yeah it's, it's um, basically super soldiers yeah like bit of Resident Evil's thing for some of the soldiers no stuff. no because they're not really zombies they're they're not really mindless no but... I'm talking about the the other creatures they have in Resident Evil the second one there were the big the big oh, huge I don't, okay. I don't know I
0: don't know Resident Evil I mean, I've seen the movies, but... Uh, yeah, they're movie. just blended
3: after a while. Yeah. It's Mila, so I watch it mostly for Mila. Exactly.
0: Uh, another movie I want to talk about is called Three Frontiers. Uh, where it's yeah. on Netf- This one actually is on Canadian Netflix. Um, I don't know if it's on American Netflix, but uh, it's definitely on European as well because I watch stuff through European Netflix. Um, Very, very good show, a uh, movie. Uh, it's got a bunch of pretty famous actors in it, like Ben Affleck's in it, Oscar Isaac's in it.
3: Oh, Oscar Isaac, oh. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. It's It's really really well done and it starts off as a bunch of like almost retired soldiers special forces guys who were all part of a a team uh they get together to take out a drug lord and then it goes downhill from there like like uh we're watching it and and they they fulfill their mission and my girlfriend's going uh there's still like 40 minutes left (laughs) why why could they possibly need another 40 minutes Oh my God! The next forty minutes get crazy.
3: because yeah, that's one of the ones that Netflix recommends. Like, hey, yeah, you yeah would it's, like. it's yeah. definitely
0: a Netflix recommend. It was on my list, and I'm sure you guys have seen it pop up as well. Yeah, uh, definitely recommend it. Very good, very good movie. Um, another, the third movie I want to talk about is Outlaw King, which is yeah, Chris um, Pine as, as yeah, Arthur as no no no, Arthur, uh, no he's, uh, uh, as uh, Robert the Bruce. Robert, Robert the, Bruce, the Bruce, yes,
3: yeah. yeah. Oh my God, was that ever! Well, good. I just want to saw I mentioned last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you
0: you'd been talking about it, so I finally sat down and just and, and? just watched it. Oh fuck, it was it, awesome.
3: Does it doesn't not get you for dragon, though? With like the whole. It really does. Thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. It's definitely if you're at all into uh, medieval, uh, it, if you like Braveheart, it's better, better. It's better Braveheart. <laughs> it's Braveheart without this the ridiculous love crap in it,
3: and also better historical uh, portrayal, right? You know of the costumes and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Uh, if you liked um, uh, Excalibur, yeah, it's oh. not
0: quite that level,
3: but but it's still super. Well, it's super it's
0: fun. good. Uh, so that, that's all I want to talk about for movies um, until we get to segment three, where we're talking about Captain Marvel.
3: Well, I think, like you said, Captain Marvel might be its own. Yeah, separating. that's what I'm
0: saying. Segment three, it's going to be all Captain Marvel okay. all the time. Paul will leave by then. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm
2: leaving. I'm taking all the stuff with me. <laughs> t- talking
0: about TV shows, um, yeah, show guys, I'm going we've on. we've kind of. Jumped uh, or talked a little bit about Umbrella Academy as we were. Kind of yes, going from Dark that. Horse Comics. Yeah. this show is crazy, and it's really well done, and I definitely, dec- definitely recommend it if you like any sort of comic book action. I mean, but like these, there, there are parts of it where they're kids, and there's parts of it where they're adults, and the parts where they're kids are like insane.
3: Well, the background is. Forty or so many years ago, mm-hmm. forty-two special kids were born on the same day. On the same, same day, yeah. and a billionaire went around to buy them. Yeah, well, or, sorry, I mean they're special adopt, because they adopt them. their yeah,
4: moms weren't pregnant at the start well, yeah, of the but, day. Like, exactly, they right. yeah, right. all
3: something. it. They all were born under weird circumstances. Like, oh, the mom got pregnant and had birth right away. Yeah, yeah. On um, the same day, and there was forty-two of them. Yeah. He managed to collect six. six.
2: Seven. He he approached he, seven. He approached
3: he approached every single parent. Right, and seven, and he seven, only seven. got seven. Yeah. yeah, and then now that takes place years later after most they've grown up. Exactly. Uh,
0: well, it, it starts off when they're adults, kind of getting back together for the flash father's funeral. Yeah, yeah, and, and then it, I mean, it's it's, flash it's a fun
4: family drama yeah. show with superheroes. Yeah.
3: Well, and again, it's based on the uh, Dark Horse comics, but, but it is you, insane. Yeah. Which is actually, I'm glad Netflix is. It's pretty dark. dark. It's very dark. dark. Oh yeah. 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 But
0: I, I love that show. It was so well done.
3: You know, actually, when I first started watching watch it, the the, those, the scene in the like, when they go to the house in the library reminded me of Hellboy. Yeah. Uh, where they go into the special room. And they oh, there, to...
0: there's there's a lot of similarities with the original uh, Guillermo del Toro's. Hellboy. Yeah, and they're
3: like, oh, we were special. We're put together for this, and they're all you know different collection of yeah. people, and here's this ancient home with the. the Caretaker yep. that, that took care of them. Oh, all? yeah, it's yeah. Like, There's oh. a lot of similarities. Their father and I think, yeah. Like...
0: Anyway, so that that's a great show. I highly recommend that to anyone who likes anything like that. Another show that I watched is uh, Russian Doll. Yeah, I don't I, know if you guys saw that one. Yet. No, I haven't. Mean, I've been wanting to watch it. It's on
3: my list. Of, oh my
1: god, that's the time loop one. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yes.
3: It's Groundhog Day, and
0: it's crazy. Yeah.
1: Apparently, I need to. I
2: I eyed I, I it, but I wasn't sure if it was for me.
0: Oh yeah, yes. it's it's, it's yeah. definitely for yeah. you. It's and I I like I, I first met or not met. I saw first saw the the lady who was the uh, the main character uh, when she was in Orange Is the New Black as this crazy drug addict. Um, Natasha
1: Leon, right? Yeah,
0: she yeah. is fantastic in the show.
1: You have seen American Pie, I
0: imagine. Uh, yeah, at some point I would have seen it. Yes, she's Maybe part guys. of the ensemble.
1: <laughs> she's she's one of. The kids, and one of the main kids in that as well. American Pie? Oh, yeah. She's been in a... Natasha leon has been in a ton of stuff. And don't forget, I,
3: that's, that's many years um, ago too, right?
0: That's
1: yeah, yeah been it been was a year. long time she, she I was, don't remember her in American Pie. At she all. was in this frankly hilarious movie called But I'm a Cheerleader, which <laughs> of all things is about... Uh, Gay aversion therapy. <laughs> Yet it's a comedy, and it's, it's funny as hell, and it's actually a really sweet movie. Okay. But, um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, she's been in a lot.
0: Uh, I finally finished the uh, last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, we said goodbye to Coulson. Sorry, spoilers. I don't know if you guys... Oh, way to movie, go, but yeah. sorry Oh, I was going to watch that in five sorry. years. But apparently <laughs> apparently, he's coming back in uh, the next season as a different character.
1: That's... I'm going to pull know. that, that, that News rumors. rumors. That's segment two, News and Rumors. Yeah, that
0: really is News and Rumors. Huh. Okay, we, we can talk about it again in News and Rumors. Yeah. I have actually stuff to talk about for News and Rumors, too. So that's, yeah, so do I. And the last movie uh, show I want to talk about uh, it's not really genre, uh, but it it, it kind of ties in with uh, the the three frontiers that that I recently watched. I started watching the show Shooter.
3: Oh, um, that's one based on the Mark Wahlberg movie, right? So right. Marky
0: Mark originally played a uh, sure. ex Marine sniper who um, gets asked by a friend to uh, help protect the president. Uh, by, by trying to figure out where a sniper might yeah, try to kill the sniper, president. So they're, they're like, okay,
3: we need your skills. How
0: would, like, how would right. you do it so we can defend against it? And then they use that to actually assassinate the president and then blame him for it because yeah. they have all this video of him
3: yeah, those spots. casing
0: the places yeah. out. Um, so they turned it into a TV show and expanded it to, I think, 12 or 14 episodes for the first season. Um, really well done okay. Um, it, the, the first season basically follows the kind of same plot line and he's trying to clear his name um, the, the the characters are amazing the action is amazing and the thing I most appreciated about it is when they showed military people doing military things they the military stuff was authentic oh good they they're, they're using proper call signs they're um, they're using proper lingo when they're communicating to each other over the radio it's just the little details they got so Almost right, better. and uh, I very much appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently uh, just finished season two, started season three. This is the last season, and uh, it's that, it's Netflix,
3: or? It's on Netflix, Netflix. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's really making me want to do a a war style movie. Yeah, you're talking. Game.
3: You're talking about uh, Twilight Two Thousand right,
0: yesterday. So, uh, yeah, when when I get into the the games that I'm running segment, uh, which is coming mm-hmm. up after one more thing that I want to talk about. Uh, what the hell? Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk, we'll talk role playing games first, and then we'll go into, into video games. Um, so I still have my D6 Star Wars game going yes. that I'm running. Uh, we haven't met since our last uh, recording session, no, which I'm unhappy about. But I hope to get that back up again. Luckily, I've got enough recorded episodes that we're releasing uh, episodes of the Force is not always with you. So we're kind of going through the backlog of recorded mm. sessions. So that's good. Uh, I'm still running my D, uh, my. Fantasy Flight game, Star Wars game, which is local here in town. Uh, that's still going strong. Paul's coming on as a new character sometime. <laughs> At some point, yes. <laughs> as soon as he has some free time.
5: Yeah.
0: And I'm also running online for a bunch of my uh, Adepticon friends, or my Geek Nation Tours friends, yes. uh, the beginner game for the Star Wars Fantasy Flight Games as well. And that has actually been going so well. Uh, so um, and, and my Warhammer game. I said the games I'm running.
3: Oh, oh, it's all you
0: care about.
5: That's that. that we, we've already we've <laughs> talked <laughs> about the ones you're running. Yeah, we, this is all about Why would I, yeah. I talk about, about games be, that you're running? It's All about me. Uh, and it's my date.
0: But while we were talking, while we were playing your last <laughs> session of um, Eternal Vigilance, uh, all the, the players decided, "Hey, let's start a Twilight 2000 game because we've been kind of talking but about a, it, yes. and, and I'm really in the mood to do something military." So. We're going to start up a Twilight 2000. Now you were
3: talking, that's a second edition, I believe.
0: Uh, I haven't quite decided what edition I'm going to use. I've, I, have, I have a physical copy of the original second edition rules. Yeah. It is almost impossible to find On a PDF. PDF version of the original second edition rules. They have the first edition rules all over the place. They have the 2.2, which uses a slightly different system, mm, yes. all over the place. And now there's a new Twilight 2013, they call it, where a new company has bought the rights and has released a new version of the game. Um, actually I, I was looking on um,
3: what system does that one use I, I, don't don't know. Know okay.
0: I, I don't know what, I don't know really I don't know what any of the the first two point two or third that the new one uses I only really know the 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 two ver- the 2.0 version that I have the physical copy of oh. so' I'm, there's a good chance that I'm just going to run the two. Version because I have a physical well, copy. Well, if you have a physical
3: copy, use. it helps a lot. Yeah, oh. it would
0: be better. You guys if remember the uh,
4: the French Foreign Legion version? That's what we're going to be creating it. Okay, yeah, yeah. so
0: we're going we're going to recreate the French Foreign Legion in Europe at the after a, uh, a World War Three breaks out and conventional war, conventional. Well, uh, could be conventional. I'm, I might forward the um, the timeline mm. a bit, mm-hmm. maybe match it closer towards what the 2013 timeline is, which kind of takes into account. Uh, some of the the real-life events. Because, I mean, this game was first put out in 1985. Yes. And they were guessing at what 1999 was going to look like, what the year 2000 was going to bring. Yes. So um, 2013 kind of brings the timeline more in line with what actually happened leading up to the year 2013. Uh, so I, if I can get my hands on a copy of that book, we might just use that if the rules are good and yeah. if the character creation is good. Because the most important thing about this game is, is the crazy character creation rules where yes. you go through multiple years or multiple um, uh, events that happen? Well, in your they life. they call
3: them. Uh, it's, like it's every it's a four year span. I think it was. Like, yeah. Each 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 gap or a each term term. It sure. a term. Yeah, that's each what term it. is
0: a four year term where you do something. Yes. So you're in the military. You're in law enforcement. You're in, in college. In, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So each each one yeah. of those gives you different skills um, and different levels. Shatter,
1: right? Shadow on Fifth Ed actually has. A similar alternative character creation method. They call okay. them life modules. Yeah. yeah, and so you pick out different life modules to build your character up to his current state—that of a shifty guy running the shadows. Yeah, but kind, the, the, kind the, of like
4: Traveller, the only game I know where you can die in character. That's creation. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's
1: the
0: thing: because the 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 event of war breaking out happens randomly throughout your, your careers. You never know how old you're gonna be when you, when you create your character. It, it's all dependent on when war happens to break out. So you go through all of these terms, and you do, okay, I'm gonna do military for this year, I'm gonna do military for this year. Okay, I'm gonna get out of the military and do police law enforcement for this year. And then at some point through your, your uh, progression,
3: War, War breaks, breaks out. It. Yeah,
0: and then you have one final year where you do like kind of like an ROTC or like a basic training if you weren't already in the military, and then boom, you're now you're a fully formed character.
3: But we're doing French Foreign Legion because it's easier to get people of different personnel mm-hmm. uh, nationalities yeah, together. Yeah, it's one group,
0: one big group.
2: I just did an Amazon search for it. I did find one copy used, but they're selling it for two hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous.
0: And like I said, I already have a physical copy, so that's not the issue.
2: No, but I thought I was... I'm like, maybe if I can find a copy, I'll buy it and oh, yeah, yeah. Tear, um, all, tear it all up and put it on PDF. You
0: you could you could check eBay as well. That's that's another option. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't looked into getting copies of uh, the Twilight 2000 game in a while because I already have the main rulebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, at one point, had a bunch of the uh, uh, source books for it as well, but uh, I, I should see if they're still somewhere in my library. Anyway, so that's that's a game I'm really looking forward to running. Um, I remember the combat rules were a little clunky and a little uh, crunchy, so it might be better if. Well, I'll, I'll definitely check out this new version, see if it's better. Um, at one point, there was a deal on Drive RPG where you could get the entire bundle for ten dollars.
3: <laughs> but un-
0: <laughs> unfortunately, we missed that, so
3: uh, okay. it's uh... no longer
0: the case. Anyway, so that's that's a game I'm looking forward to running, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. Who knows? Maybe I'll even record it and put it out as a podcast because we don't have enough of those.
2: Now now I found another one that's only $90.
0: Okay. well, that's a little better. Yeah. Second Ed. Uh, and the other thing I want to talk about, and again, this kind of Ooh, all fits in the same set. genre. Uh, I recently, on a Steam sale for like $3, picked up a, a game from like, I think 1999, or sorry, 2009, 2010, somewhere around that time, called Spec Ops The Line. And it's just your generic uh, first-person shooter. Um, but the cool thing about it is that it has an incredible storyline. Uh, you play as a group of three uh, special forces uh, personnel who are sent to... Uh, so apparently there, some incident happened in Dubai and um, it's almost post-apocalyptic where the whole country uh, turns into like a, just a desert wasteland and all, most of the population is somehow killed off and no one really knows <coughs> what happened. And there's an American unit that's trapped there and you're sent in to try to recover them or to get them out. Or, Sorry, after a few, uh, a f- a few years of silence from the city, all of a sudden you get like this, this, um, this beacon, this uh, um, help request, um, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? A distress, distress signal.
3: <laughs> Someone's asking for help, exactly. man. Someone's,
0: well, that's, that's just it. Someone's asking for help from a dead city where you haven't had any contact in five years. So you're sent in to try to f- figure out what's going on and it, seemed, it looks like it's coming from the, the man who was in charge of the whole uh, army force that was there, a uh, general. And he's a general that you once served with, so you're sent in to recover him, basically. And it gets crazy from there. Uh, you go up against all sorts of soldiers and, and locals, and you, you spend most of your time basically killing. Uh, it has a, a slightly clunky kind of cover system, but it's actually a, a really fun game to play. But the most important thing is this, the... Incredibly crazy storyline.
3: Just, uh, just going through drivethrough.com, and oh, you're Jesus. right. There's version one mm-hmm. and version two, Yeah, but not that. No, no, no. 2.2. 2.2, yes, but not the other and one. And then the new 2013.
0: 2013, yeah. But, but nothing. 2.0 is almost impossible to find online. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate because
2: found like six or seven of them
0: here. No, no there's 2.2. Are, are you talking physical no, physical, physical copies yes. or PDFs? Physical copies. I don't care Second about physical point. copies. He's I have for a the, physical uh, copy. He's looking for the I PDF. need the PDFs.
3: Oh. And that's where it's like, yeah, a lot of version 1, a lot of 2.2. Yeah, easy to
0: find version 1.
3: Version 1's all
0: over the place There's for some, some source. Reason.
3: There's some source books for version 2.
0: Yeah. But not the main rule book. Exactly. It's like, well, like, like I said, luckily I have the, the yeah, physical yeah. copy. If I need to, I can just photocopy pages and send them off to you guys for character creation, that yes. sort of thing. Or we can all do it together at to the same top time. That'll yeah, be much easier. Kind of go old school. Yeah, yeah, really old school. Oh, um, I don't know, man. And then last game I want to talk about, this another video game, is one I recently picked up again on a crazy Steam sale where I bought it for $4. It's called The Shape Shifting Detective. Oh. It's one of those full full motion video games where uh, there's a storyline and you make decisions. It's kind of like Balderdash. Right. You're you're watching things unfold uh, through video, and then you make a choice, and then that branches off to a different uh, result. And but it, the crazy thing about this one is you're a shapeshifter, so at certain points in the game you become other characters and pretend to be them in order to get people to tell you secrets that only they would tell to this other person. Sure. Really weird. Um, a really funny storyline. Um, and the most, the coolest thing about it is in the background, there's a, a, uh, like a streaming radio channel or a, a radio broadcast that's happening. And it has um, the, these, these two, it, it's, it's, all, it's set in present day, but when you're listening to the radio, it sounds old timey and and they talk about like weird and and like supernatural events happening through this weird radio sh- or show that's that's ongoing and apparently they went online and uh, requested a bunch of like famous youtubers or other celebrities or, or famous people online to read um stories mm-hmm. and uh, basically create little vignettes and then they they put these vignettes on the radio broadcast as well anyway it's i, I spend time not even playing the game i just listen to what's happening in the background uh on the radio thing while i'm doing something else like I, I'll, I'll basically stop what i'm doing in the game just have the game running in the background i'll be doing something else but listening to the radio on in through the game it's that well done so good so i i would i would recommend getting it just to listen to the radio in this one game <laughs> it, it was worth five dollars
3: uh, i did do one thing on my phone thing mm-hmm. it was one of those uh a phone Am- game? Uh, Empire Building Games. Oh, yeah. 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 That, I played it for a bit, and like, I actually gave some money for microtransactions. I was like, okay, well, because I don't mind doing like a $5 microtransaction if I've played the game sure. for a few days and I'm enjoying it. But then I got to the point, okay, your peace shield's down, and of course...
0: If it weren't for the fact that it's a complete pay-to-win game. Yeah. And that's the, the new Star Trek game that just came out. Oh, really? It's, where, all, it's all paper? Well, it really, really uh. is. So if you put in a lot of money, you can get like this one special ship, and that one special ship will basically destroy anything else in the game. And as soon as you get past a certain level, you're now open PvP and people yes. can do whatever the fuck they want.
3: And you just going to trash And
0: it. we're talking power levels where my power level is 10,000, their power level is 80,000, <sighs> and they come in and they just destroy your base. Yeah, and and that's what it they're looking for. It'll take you forever to rebuild it. And then as soon as that happened, I said, I'm done. Yep, same here. Yep. I just, like, uninstalled the game. Fuck you.
3: Yep, No interest. Like I said, I gave him a $5 transaction because, okay, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, right. I don't mind... I, I don't mind supporting small guys if, but then it's like, oh, here's a suggestion for all this, and here you know to buy this, uh-huh. buy this. I'm like no, and yeah. Then, and this will speed up your
0: processing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or or, or uh, it'll take you if you want to grind it out, you can get five um, five units of this, but you need a thousand before you can actually do yeah, anything. Uh, yeah, do yeah, anything. Well well. we
3: can sell you a thousand for five dollars. Yeah, yeah. And There's a like, lot of games. And like and that. Right. As soon as your peace oh. or your peace treaty or whatever is done, mm-hmm. it's like oh. Oh, look, you're free. Oh, I'm going to come in and get you. Like, yep. And someone wow. who is like so, so, yes, so much above you, you can just come
0: in and, and trounce you. And people get weird satisfaction from fucking over other players. Yes. And as soon as I'm, I run into a game where other players can influence your development,
1: I'm out. Yo, exactly. I'm yep, I'm oh. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, the main mobile uh, well, well, game that I've been playing lately, I think I mentioned it before, is uh, Galaxy Attack Alien Shooter. You've probably seen... Ads for it. they seem to be carpet bombing them on other apps, but uh, I've reached the point where the grinding is really, really slow. Right. Um, because up, like a lot of these games, they have different forms of currency. They have, uh, you know, like coins. That are relatively easy to come by. They have these crystals that mm-hmm. are a lot harder to come yeah, it's by. Always yeah. It's always crystals. It's always crystals, yeah. And so I've reached the point where to buy the next ship up the range, it's all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's not coins anymore, it's crystals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's like 250 crystals to get this new ship. Well, now, unless hold on. you do, pay. Do
0: they have a mechanism to gain crystals? Yes, in but the it's the very game. slow.
1: Yes, but it's very slow. Yeah. On average, you're only going to get about one crystal a day oh, Jesus, okay. yeah. that's that's untenable. So, but I'm still having fun with it because I'm not, I haven't reached the point where uh, I'm, I'm getting attention But, you know, there's a lot, the ads to buy whatever mm-hmm. that pop up continually, mm-hmm. it's, it's, Kind of annoying, but I remind myself, you know, hey, it's not like I actually paid for this game. So that's what I said. I don't mind if I
3: if I've played a game for about a week or so. I don't mind giving it five bucks for stuff like that if I played for a while. But yeah, it's like when you see all the ads constantly, it's like, hey, hey, I see you're building, you know, a new palace or new this. You can get uh, it. It's gonna take you a day to peddle it up, but if you best pay us a little money, we can get it done. Or some other ones like, no, it'll take you two days and three hours.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, what do you want me to do with this game for the next two days? Yeah. So, not
3: play it? Okay. Fine. Yeah. No problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing uh, the, the game I'm most into at this point is um, the Marvel uh, Future Fight. And I'm really getting a kick out of that. So, it's still keeping my attention.
3: Yeah. Now, because the Marvel ones just were sort of like, okay, if, I see the games you can. Well, they did the ones where you could buy to play the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, okay, I'm uh, Black Widow. And some guy unlocks the Hulk. Yeah, this is going to be. Heavy. There's no way like, in the comics, well, the yeah. power level it's yeah, like you could hit him all day long. It's that's, like...
1: that's true with everything.
3: But then they have to. But when you're doing a fight game, you have to make it where she can actually do something to yeah. the Hulk. And you're like,
5: really?
2: No,
1: no. Oh, and I, just just as a other like Dick move basically that this galaxy Attack thing, a, an update that just happened. Um, You know how it goes in these games. You can improve (coughs) your ship with power level and all this stuff. In this one, it's uh, bullet speed and power are the two things. Well, they just introduced new slots that you could improve to, but you can only improve to them if you buy into their VIP program. Of Uh, course. Of course, course, yes. And and that... uh, that's really low, I oh, think. I think Paul not, may have found a download. I'm not impressed.
2: Paul may have found a download. And not just it, the entire box set. So it has all the resources the with The box it too. set is 1.0. No, it says second edition box set. Oh,
3: interesting. Okay, oh, I it. So go there, Paul. That's well, what I'm working so on. Should we go to the second segment then? Yes, I, I think it's
0: time to move on to segment two news. Oh, and good. News. There's oh. a lot. I, 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 have 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 I, have, I have a couple <laughs> things I want to talk about, but we'll,
3: we'll start with you. Well, let's, let's throw stuff out first. Okay, sure. so... The one that I know we talked about earlier in our conversation mm-hmm. is Hulu and Marvel have a deal for uh, four animated shows, which I have no Five. Idea.
1: Five? <laughs> five. I thought it was... Uh, Howard the Duck, uh, Modok, uh, uh, um, Hitmonkey, Tigra and, t- Tigra and Dazzler, oh, Hitmonkey, and, Hitmonkey and, then and hit- the team-up show, yes. The Offenders. The, of the Offenders, yes. Yeah,
0: I have no interest in any of that.
1: Well, they're
3: animated... Uh, so that's and they're supposed to be more adult oriented than before. Yeah. Um, Howard the Duck, I'm willing to take a look at because the
1: comic was good. Like yeah. the because com- the Oh yeah, was, Steve Steve Gerber did some it remarkable wasn't, tw- stuff. It wasn't
3: supposed to be too serious, right? That was mm-hmm. the thing. It was like it was not quite Deadpool of the fourth wall breaking, but it was a lot of tongue in cheek and stuff like that. Uh, now Tigra is a C D level. I uh, yeah. hate to say,
1: Avenger. Yep. So that's another one that. Yeah. The interesting thing is is that this is the first Marvel property that's teamed up, you know, a Marvel Universe and an X Men character. Yes. Which, yeah. <laughs> which I find a little bit interesting. Yeah. yeah. So
3: we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm, I'm only going to try because Dazzler is, again, that the, they tried several times to try and make
4: big, um, especially starting in the 70s. They, they really need to do it Dazzler the movie. They well, about there's the actually called Gem a and the graphic holograms. novel, yeah, the, Gazzler, the, the, that the Movie. That was one of the first graphic novels, was Dazzler yes, yeah, the, the Movie. movie so.
3: yeah. Now, I, MODOK is one of those interesting ones, because MODOK is an acronym, for the M-O-D-O-K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As,
1: just by coincidence, in that period of time where I've been working on Marvel Unlimited, um, they put out some com- comedy issues featuring Modok. Well, that's, They're well, actually that's, quite good. <laughs> but that's
3: what's supposed to be happening. Like the, the animated series is going to be a little bit more comedy oriented for yep. that one. And basically he's a... Well, it's Humpty Dumpty sort of. He's a huge brain in a floating chair. Yeah. So th- I could see them... Let's make this comedy more than trying to make it serious. Because uh, yep. he he's, he's, was, was one of the evil villain c- organizations in Marvel is called AIM. Yep. Advanced 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 idea mechanics mechanics. yeah and Modok is one of their creations who then went hey wait a minute why am I following you guys I'm smarter and better Mm -hmm. Uh, so that works the other one of course the big one for Disney uh, James Gunn is back on Guardians of the Galaxy 3 yep and I think that's pretty (coughs) amazing now which means it delays the movie uh,
4: for their timeline uh, well it was getting delayed while they were looking for a director anyhow. Yeah, true exactly. So now that he's as, back...
1: as it turns out, they never looked. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the things that came out when it was announced that Gunn was returning. Because they never really Disney slash Marvel Studios never actually started searching for a new director. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh, and also, as I said earlier, Arrow got cancelled. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. which is which or was,
1: to more exact they announced Arrow was coming to an, to an end, end to an yeah, end yes yeah
3: and of course now it's official the Marvel uh, TV shows on Netflix are all dead Yep, every yep. one of them uh, yeah but we knew but not necessarily, necessarily were gone. Gone. we were gone sure to a, uh, well we, we know it was coming but
1: yes. it is interesting that the official announcement has been made
3: yeah well it's also because they announced it of Jessica Jones before her third season came out yeah
1: yeah that I found a little bit surprising it's like
3: third season? Oh, so they're not even releasing season? Three. Oh, no, no they, they are. Releasing it, but but, but they, they announced that it's the last season, and it's canceled mm-hmm. before the season even comes out. Right.
1: Like, Which is unique in yes. the case of all the shows. Yeah. With every other show, they waited after, yeah. until the material had dropped before they announced, hey, we're canceling. Yes.
4: I, I guess it's because they knew that with all the others gone, everybody... Yeah, there was no assumed. way they
1: were no, just yeah. keeping Jessica Jones yeah. by herself. Yeah.
3: So, like I said, I'm not sure if this is why Netflix is maybe now looking into like Umbrella Academy and other ones to right.
1: do. Which, for me,
3: I'd love to see them start doing some of the image comics, They're like Young Bloods, Savage Dragon,
1: all that stuff. Unfortunately, what we are going to be seeing is a lot of Mark Miller stuff. Oh,
3: that's too bad. Because
1: Netflix has a deal with big them? partnership with Mark Miller to bring a lot of his. Current creations, <sighs> as well as stuff he's creating exclusively for Netflix uh, to Netflix.
3: That's too bad, because there's a mo- lot better stuff out there than...
1: Yeah, Miller is not really to my tastes. No. For example, uh, the once again, what, what I'm reading in Marvel Unlimited right now, this is the time period for Old Man Logan, Logan. by Miller. Yeah,
3: I- Interesting idea. I'm not reading it. No, no, because uh, I, I, I read a bit of it, and it's like, I like the idea... Like, mm-hmm. I like the idea, okay, it's, it's you know, the, the simulation fell apart, you know, the, and certain supervillains control parts of the world, and Logan just walked away after he killed all the X-Men. Uh, but how he goes about the storytelling, yeah, I, I wasn't impressed. No. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah, Miller really likes shock value and unpleasant subject matter. Yes. and he'll find a way to bring it into just about everything he does. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's, as far as superhero universes, that's <laughs> where Netflix is going, okay. is uh, this partnership with Miller.
3: Other than that, I don't have too much for news and rumors beyond that, that I've seen. I do. I know that. That's why I'm, I'm passing. See, I'm, I'm being nice to you. passing the baton?
4: Yes. But who are you passing it to? Debra, well, does anyone else have anything?
3: Interject, guys.
4: Uh, well, um, it was kind of obscured by a lot of the other news that was going on. But Shang Chi has found a director, so the Master of Kung Fu oh, really? ha- is actually going forward as a oh, movie. Oh, okay, good. Yeah.
3: Oh. Are they going to get some ol- old white guy to play his? No, master? no, no. It's uh, <laughs>
4: let's see. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, who is it that oh. they're saying here? Um,
1: the director is Asian. Yeah, as I remember that much. I don't remember the name offhand.
3: John John Woo. <laughs> that'd, be, no. that'd be awesome. Uh, you know there'll be pictures of uh, scenes of doves if it's doves, John Woo. Definitely doves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slow mo
4: doves, doves. Exactly. Yeah. Oof, oof, oof. Uh, what is it? Destin Daniel Cretton. No, is the name that I'm seeing here.
1: Yeah. No. So I will interject one thing, um, since we're being ambitious and we're hoping that this you'll actually be able to listen to this podcast on March 17th. Okay. Um, I mentioned on Facebook, there. Uh, you've heard uh, Dev and Pat and others on the podcast talking about the Horus Heresy um, fiction is there from, from uh, the Warhammer 40k universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Humble Bundle is still on for another three days. Oh, okay. So okay. this comes out. Uh, so March 20th is you, deadline. And the, these guys have intrigued you on the Horus Heresy, you can pick up a, Hell basically a, of a ton of it. Really, really, really cheap. cheap.
0: We're, I'm we're talking f- 73 books at this point.
3: No. The
1: what's, actual, what's the Horus Heresy up to? It's, it's up it? to 51. Oh, yeah. it's only fifty.
3: However, Sorry. my apologies. only, only no, 50. no, 51
0: uh, books in the bundle? No, no, there's uh-huh. a
3: qualifier. Not all. In the actual series itself yeah. of the Horus Heresy things, there's 51. Yeah. However, yeah. There's, there's the Primarch books. 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 There's also sub... Uh, like, so Collections. Closer, um, perhaps, to seventy. C- closer to 70, yeah. Oh. 73 You'd be closer for the whole book. So film. when
0: I said there were 73 books, I would, perhaps I was correct.
3: Y- y- overall. Okay, just I- check. I had to do the caveat. Okay
0: yeah, Specifically Horace Harrison's. But there's only 51 in the main Now, okay, I haven't checked out the Humble Bumble Humble Bundle. <laughs> Humble Bumble. Humble Bumble. bumble. bumble, bumble. Uh, the bundle to see what's actually in it. So I don't know what books are actually included. But even if it's...
3: Twenty percent of them. It's
0: still that's a lot. still a lot of books. It's a good deal. Yeah, um,
1: yeah it, um, I compared it to sources like Wikipedia and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, there's a lot of the earlier stuff. Uh, it skips around a little bit. There's also audiobooks. Uh, their
0: audiobooks are involved uh, in
1: in the bundle. I so, would highly
0: recommend. That. I listened to a bunch of their audio stuff when they, when mm-hmm. the Horus Heresy first started. And the little, um, some of the short stories they did, which kind of tied characters from the, the main books and kind of went back and did their, their, um, their stories and concentrated just on individual characters. Like, there's one for, uh, Garo, who was a major character in the, from the...
3: Oh, the other thing too, I was just gonna say for this, just to, it's pay what you want for the bundle.
0: Oh, is it really? Okay, so, oh. so what's actually included in the, the more, model?
1: The more you pay, the more you get. Okay. But you can get the very basic, which is about half a dozen or so novels yeah. for a dollar. Okay. And then I, I believe you can get all of it yes. for about $20 US. Yeah. Okay. So for and $20, dollars
0: 50 some odd books, plus audiobooks on top of that. That sounds like an incredible
2: Yeah, model. usually it's that much for one book.
0: Yeah. 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 Well... So, uh, it's like actually, this
4: where you
3: get fun because they started off doing straight up paperbacks, mm-hmm. which weren't expensive. Then yeah. they decided, "Ooh, we can do trade paperbacks, which are more uh-huh. expensive." Mm-hmm. And then they went, "You know, hard covers. We can do hard covers."
2: Yeah, I, I went. I, I was a sucker for two of the trade paperbacks, and after that, I said no more. And I've, I gave it I've, I've I've received
0: series. two of the free trade paperbacks for free as part of my. Uh, uh, swag bag at Adepticon.
3: Yes. Um, I have bought all the Horus Heresy, b- the 51, well, the 50 of them, uh, and the Primark ones mm-hmm. and some of the other ones. So yeah, you're yeah, insane. I, you're, uh, a, I could have just given ass. you like the first 20. Yeah.
0: So. I already had them. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So speaking of, sorry, Adepticon no. is coming up
0: soon. Uh, yeah. Okay. Two more weeks.
1: So in 10 days. Um, yeah. And news going back to other, uh, news and rumors type stuff. Um, Stop Where's trying to get us back on target, Dwayne. Hey, I've got who, stuff who, I want to talk we're about. We're talking
3: about 42
1: hours. So shoot me. Um, the James Gunn news for Guardians of the Galaxy is quite interesting because it makes Gunn the only, only director, director who is working with both DC and Marvel. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gunn is still signed to Suicide Squad to, um, yep. But the interesting news there is that it's not Suicide Squad two. It is simply being called the Suicide Squad. It is pretty much a complete reboot, reboot yes. that happens to still have uh, the same Harley Quinn. Yeah, uh, Will Smith is out. Yeah,
3: because mm-hmm. um, he's too busy doing. A well, lot of there's it. only one sh- on one movie he's ever done that's a sequel yeah. that's been in. Appar-
1: yeah. ap- apparently, Idris Elba is in talks to take over the role of Deadshot. Good. Uh,
0: I don't know if I can see Idris Elba in that role, though.
1: I can see Idris Elba in anything. Yeah, like the guy. I can, I
0: can see him as James Bond before I see him as Dutch. Oh, he'd be
1: great
3: as James Bond.
0: He'd be amazing no. as James Bond.
1: I yeah. mean, like right, he's right now, he's though. got a show on Netflix where he's playing a uh, a DJ, a one one hit wonder DJ who ends up taking a job as a nanny. They're, it's they're a actually, complete sitcom, he, and it's know, still, he, he actually Idrisalba. is
0: a real DJ in real life, yeah. and his uh, DJ name is DJ Driz. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. cool. Because it's Idris, it's yes. just, you drop the I and the R.
4: Really? I yeah, I and the D. So yeah. there, there's a potential review of the clones mm-hmm. at uh, some point. Suicide Squad.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, I could totally see that happening.
1: Yeah. So there's that. Um, in other DC, ex, DC Extended Universe news, uh, Ezra Miller who stars as The Flash in Justice League and is slated to star in His a own solo film, mm-hmm. uh, was apparently unhappy with the direction that uh, the script was taking uh, under John Francis Daly, and I can't remember Daly's partner's name. This is the same team that did uh, Spider-Man Homecoming And so Miller is now working on the screenplay himself. Oh, really? Warners is giving him a shot at this, and he's teamed up with none other than Grant Morrison, who is a comics legend and who has done The Flash before in the past, although that was the Wally West Mm. version of the character. Still, he he has experience with
3: the...
1: He definitely has experience with it. Um, He's also done the scripts for several DC animated films. Which
3: are much better than uh, any of the... Well, sorry, except for Wonder Woman, much better than any of the DC Uh, movies.
1: Grant Morrison is the guy who did All-Star Superman, by -hmm. the way, which is the one most people would probably have heard of. So it'll be interesting to see what direction that takes. Um, I've said before, I'm not terribly interested in a Flash solo film. As far as The Flash goes... Well, I've got about six episodes I need to catch up with on yeah. Netflix, and it's a fantastic cast. It's been pretty much great stories. I don't really have a need for a Flash feature film in my life. Yeah. So, Gus uh, Grant
0: as the uh, the Flash is so good. Yeah, I still yes.
1: like the the '90s one too, though. The show from oh, the yeah.
0: That's, but that's, there, that's, there's that's actually a strong like connection between them. Yeah. Oh, really? The, the oh, yeah, yeah. He the, the yeah. guy who played the Flash in the original. Yeah. Plays his father Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay I didn't know well, yeah. and, he, and, fa-
1: <laughs> he plays his father um, That character got killed off Yeah. He pl- he currently plays Jay Garrick The uh, World War II Two, era Flash Yeah. Flash. yeah. And From in 2? the Elseworlds crossover Barry Allen in the original 90s suit oh, really? Played by John Wesley Shipp Showed up ah. yeah. Very very briefly But still yeah. that's good But he showed up Because yeah. so, like I said um,
3: the, the 90s one was was oh, good. I uh, was. I had to look at everything. Like, I mean, okay, lower technology for you know, CGI. Yeah. No, stuff. but no. it still holds up today. But them. the way they did it, they did was, it well for yeah. covering up the. the
0: As screen. I
1: understand it, uh, the '90s Flash is available on the DC Universe streaming service in the United States. Yeah. Um,
4: Which, of course, we don't get.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: well, there's ways. Yeah, but so, that's all showing ones. up on Netflix here in Canada. So well. Not well, all of it. I wouldn't it. say all of uh, it, but their new stuff is. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because, for example, Titans, which Great. is the first original program, yes. is on Netflix. Yeah. Doom Patrol it's is kind of yeah. starting space. on Space next month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, who knows where stuff will turn up. Yeah. The annoying thing, of course, is that DC Universe is also a comics subscription service, a la Marvel, a la Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. Um, and it's just not available in Canada. Yes. Period. Mm-hmm. It well, might happen. It's hard to say whether they're going to bother or not. Not, right. not with the way they're shipping around no. rights and so on. Yeah. Okay, I think so I news and Yeah,
3: yeah I was going to say, definitely because this, look this, is, this is
0: one I've been waiting for for a while. They finally released the, uh, the release date for MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries. Oh, really? It's coming September 10th. This year? Um, of this year, yeah, 2019. Yes. Uh, you can already pre-order it if you go to the MechWarrior online website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you do pre-order it, you get some special stuff. If you play MechWarrior online, if you don't, it doesn't really help you. But you at least still get the early access. You still get to uh, um, you uh, get you get access to their uh, Discord server, right. so you can and you get access to some of the like digital content that they're
3: going to be releasing. Well, that's because it's the 35th anniversary. Is it this or is it last year? The 35th anniversary because it's 30th anniversary of Shadowrun and the 35th anniversary of MechWarrior. Okay. MechWarrior was
1: well before 40, 40th anniversary of BattleTech. Um, oh, sorry, thirty-fifth anniversary. Or sorry, thirtieth anniversary of Shadowrun. Thirty-fifth anniversary of BattleTech. I yes, yeah, yep. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. So anyway, the uh, the cheapest model you can get, the, the standard edition for the pre-order, is fifty dollars US, which is steep. Yeah, well, it's it's pretty standard. You basically pay full price for the the base game. No, sorry, uh, is this
3: the are we talking video game, RPG, this, this, or tabletop? This is a video game. Okay, okay. no, just
0: so MechWarrior Mercenaries is a. This is the fifth version of MechWarrior. Yeah.
3: No, I just yeah. want to make sure because there's yeah. the, the BattleTech tabletop game, and yes. then there's a MechWarrior role playing game, yes. as well as a computer game. So I just want to make sure which one we're. This is specifically MechWarrior Five
0: Mercenaries, the video game. Okay. Uh, which is why it's tied into the MechWarrior Online. Yes. Because it's made by the same company, basically. So Piranha Games. Which runs MechWarrior Online is also doing the development for MechWarrior Mercenaries Five. Cool. MechWarrior Mercenaries Five, the the most expensive edition you can get is a hundred and twenty dollars. U.S. U.S. Wow. wow! Obviously, I will not be getting. I, I, I might shout <laughs> out. Don't say that you're going I to spend might, fifty. I, I haven't yet. It's it's been this has been available now for uh, at least a month, and I haven't pulled the trigger. Yeah, but wait for it.
3: I'm I don't. Just I,
0: I don't know. I, I'm, I'm of course tempted to at least get the standard, the standard edition. And I have played in the past MechWarrior Online, and this gives you basically fifty dollars worth of stuff in game as well, which is kind of cool. That is uh, So that in itself makes it worth it if you're a MechWarrior Online player. <coughs> but I mean, I play maybe one or two sessions a month, the most. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth shelling out fifty dollars. Yep. just to have early access to this game but I I cannot wait for this game the Mercenaries line of Mech Warrior has been my absolute favorite uh, mech combat game on a PC ever basically. oh really okay yeah uh,
1: speaking of that intellectual property Battletech and that um, one thing I found out a few weeks back apparently they finally released uh, the current uh, yeah they have the old schemes game on Linux yeah oh on Linux yeah. oh, oh which I never yep. noticed, oh. which means that I might eventually Be able to play pick well. that up and try it out, since you guys have raved about it now for about a year. Yeah. I've, been, I've
0: been playing it non-stop this past month. Uh, they released a, a, re, a recent update, a um, bit of quality, quality of life stuff. Um, apparently it broke a lot of the mods, which people are complaining about, but that happens every time. Well, mod exactly. Up, yeah, I'm sorry, like that's what happens with mods, right? And mods aren't officially supported by yep. the game yet, so, so yep. even though there's a giant community,
3: no, but still, it's like yeah, you you, you designed your own mod. We're sorry for update breaks yeah. it, but that's yeah.
0: but some of the mods have been updated pretty quickly to yeah. to
3: catch up to it. So now, that's been good. Um, well, this have the, like because I know the big thing about MechWarrior or Battletech uh, last while was they announced again that they had the rights, they gained the rights back yeah, to some we, of the old we, mechs. We still don't have the old still mechs. Still don't so have those. Still
0: oh, hoping maybe for the next uh, DLC to come out, which is uh, Urban Warfare. They still haven't announced details about it yet. Yeah. Uh, we're hoping when it comes out, that's going to include some of those old mechs. I have to admit, like as right much board. as I'm
4: a fan, I haven't been playing it much because I've been having uh, crash issues yeah okay. we've seen, uh, you even tell us a lot there yeah there's a there's a single um, scenario the uh, tundra one where you have the base uh, so there's what the the ice lake on the left hand side or whatever uh, pretty much as soon as I encounter the enemy we freeze really yeah so uh because that's it turns up as such a major map i I really haven't been playing for the last little while, which is kind of disappointing okay. I, I want to get towards the end of flashpoint. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've I've done uh, two flashpoints so far. Um, one gave me a new uh, a new mech, which is incredible. Mm. Uh, one I think just gave me stuff, uh, some some lost tech. Yeah. I mean, even even that's nice because it's way better than anything you're gonna get yeah. regularly in the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've I've been enjoying it. Unfortunately, because I started a career campaign, I'm not quite even at like I finally got four heavies. That I can now field at the same time. Yeah, I've been playing for seventy-two weeks or eighty weeks or something. So the progression is a lot slower
4: than in, than in the, than in the um, mm-hmm. story. I think early on, what you need to do is buy the mechs that you want.
0: Uh, I, I did yeah. end up buying a couple of them, but I mean, even money is—it uh, seems
4: like it's 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 harder to get. Um, it can be. It all depends on how you want to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one of the things that I had done—I restarted my campaign. funny talking about it while I'm saying that I'm not playing it but I restarted my campaign because the first time I went through it I basically just was shitting all over the pirates Mm -hmm. and missed my opportunity to get any access to the black market so this time I was thinking okay let's just if we find a pirate mission against the local government let's do it Mm -hmm. uh, so that I'm Getting favor with the pirates, and as soon as I had an opportunity for the black market, it's like, okay, buy it Bye. now. Uh, okay, and now yeah. I can go after pirates as much as I want. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> playing with Max. I'm going to crush you now. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, they just did a re- a point release, one point five, about five days ago. Yep.
0: Okay. So that, that's the one that broke all of the mods. Oh, yep. well, Paul's
1: so
3: pulling on his credit card. It looks like he's actually going
1: to. But no, uh, I have to pay for you. Okay. Like I mean, much. like according to this, I could spend a hundred and. Two dollars Canadian on this game, so but if yeah, you enjoy BattleTag, it's, it's worth it. That would <laughs> yeah. give you the the base game, um, a season pass, which I think gives you a Flashpoint.
0: It, it'll give you Flashpoint right now. It'll also give you Urban Warfare when it finally comes out, and I think it'll give you the third one too, which is an announcement. Yeah,
1: yeah. so speaking lots of, third of things, I think I'll be waiting for a Steam sale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. should De- we
0: definitely
3: yeah. wish should this. we go yeah. to the big topic? Okay, the so third? segment three. Yeah. Let's talk uh, about the movie I Captain did. Marvel. There's one oh, wow. last
1: bit of news okay. that I wanted. Um, I've been keeping track of Ottawa Comic-Con news. They've been announcing a few more guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big announcement is uh, they have Carrie Elwes and Wallace Shawn are going to be appearing. Uh, Elvis played Wesley on The Princess Bride, and Sean oh. was the uh, Sicilian mastermind Vizzini. Oh, right. Um, yes, yes. So, so the two of them happy. are appearing. So now it's like, uh, <laughs> I may have to go. I may actually shell out money for autographs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so other than that, um, Mike Coulter is coming back yep. for the second year in a row, Yeah. which I've found interesting. Not many folks do Ottawa two, two, two in a row. Right. Yep. Um, there's usually a bit of a gap in between there, so, uh, so that'll be interesting. There's a few more, uh, but it's still very much early days. Um, however, media accreditation has opened. Um, they aren't as clear in their guidelines if they're going to be accepting submissions from podcasters okay. this time around. They just simply say, state which media outlet you're a part of. Hmm. So it may be that they're pulling back, back from that. Right. Of course, you know, I've, I've done some Google searching around. I've never actually found anything outside of the stuff that they put out through their own spokesperson or through uh, CTV is usually a media partner in yes. that. Yeah. So I don't know if they've ever allowed anyone independent in as media right. to this to this event. We'll have but, to see. Uh, you know, for the heck of it, I'm going to try again. I'll add to my collection of PFOs. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, why not?
0: Um, Listen, I have friends who are podcasters who put in for media accreditation on all sorts of weird um, conventions, and I don't think they've ever been turned down. I mean, they're, they're like one of them was for Exoticon, which is like a triple X themed thing, and they... They bring their recorder and they talk to people at the convention and talk about the geeky stuff that they're into. And some of the uh, people that they've talked to have been super into talking about something that's yeah. not related to what they're there for. There for yeah. Yeah, they're oh, really, they really enjoy it. Wow, well, awesome. we'll be
3: doing stuff like that at uh, Adepticon.
0: Yeah, we definitely will. Yeah. And we'll be doing stuff like that at... Uh, Comic- uh, the CTC? The, the Canadian, Canadian Tabletop, Tabletop Championship. championship yep. Coming up yep. uh, May 3, 4, 5 yep. here in Ottawa. Uh,
3: so... Obligatory plug. Yeah, exactly. Now third, third. Uh, okay, segment three. What was going to be Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Bye, Paul. Bye, Paul. <laughs> well, he's he's been gone off shopping anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we all all OTB except for Paul. Rec- OTB pod recommend Captain Marvel. 100 oh, yes. percent.
0: I really enjoyed this. Movie. It was good. Yep. I don't even hear what the controversy was about, but I don't really care. Well, well, the controversy, the controversy was, was, was really Brie
4: Larson saying there should be more diversity in the in the um, reporters that are part of the tour, and then oh, people taking up arms against that and deciding. Yeah, uh, yeah they,
1: they basically took. We need to see different voices in the press room. To, I'm against white men. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, so.
0: So just uh, saber rattling and and uh, people going over the top for no reason.
1: Yes. Yep.
3: Okay. What? and they're saying oh they're just trying to shove so down a women's empowerment movie it's like no this was in the works for a while right. it was actually ever, ever since, since Wonder Woman came out actually well mm-hmm. even, like it was on the thing for Kevin Feige when he said that. here's our plan for phase one, phase two, phase three and that, yeah. so Captain Marvel
1: was it, there yeah. okay. and it got pushed out a couple of times yeah. Um Specifically, the biggest one was because of Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. And Uh, the
3: thing was also like they're trying to find a new actress. Uh, Paul had mentioned well he's wondering why they didn't do a Black Widow movie first. Right. Well Scarlett's uh, Johansson. Johansson is one of those ones whose contract is coming up.
2: I never asked that by the way. That wasn't wasn't me that asked that. No it
3: wasn't? Okay. Chris. Chris Chris. uh, um, But it also yeah so her contract's pretty much up. Also they are actually looking for a new Black Widow uh, for person is it an well, interesting no, case? they're especially not. especially if
4: they're wanting to go into her past. That's right. the one. That's why. Yeah.
3: The so they're like okay, well, we're not sure what's happening with Black Widow with Scarlett and stuff because she does a lot of other movies as mm-hmm. well. So it's the okay, we need some person who's willing to do a franchise and commit to it. Yeah. Right. So well, Black Widow's not really there so the only other and also i
4: kind of hate to say it but i'd like to see hawkeye involved in that too because oh, the two characters have a no, no a ha- exactly a i have no
3: problem with that but i can understand where they're like well captain marvel is one of the few
4: somewhat known female characters
3: and since for 2012 when she's been pretty regular mm-hmm. that's where like well it makes well sense. if you want to
4: talk about well known, what about she hulk
3: Yes, well, that's one that yeah. people have been asking about for yeah, quite a while.
4: She Hulk is tied into the Fantastic
0: Four, even though she's also tied into Avengers. And, yeah, and yeah because the is, Avengers. It, is there a rights issue with? Yes, there is. There,
4: there, there might be that. I think but more is.
0: importantly, every Fantastic Four movie that's been
4: made has tanked. Yeah, but She Hulk doesn't uh, have to she, be connected. She to doesn't this. have to. Uh, I can remember the thing. She, is the she, the thing the is
1: that She Hulk rights are not um, involved with. Uh, they're not. They're not involved with Fantastic Four. Involved with the Hulk, mm-hmm. and oh. the Hulk is an interesting one uh, because the last Hulk movie was done by Marvel Studios, mm-hmm. yeah. But it was Marvel Studios in association with Universal, mm-hmm. which had the distribution rights. Mm. From what I understand, that arrangement is still in place when it comes to the Hulk so as, as a standalone, standalone. yeah, as okay. a standalone, which may also include stuff like She Hulk. Okay as a standalone, and Marvel, uh, A, with the performance of The Incredible Hulk, the last Hulk solo film, mm-hmm. is not terribly convinced that the Hulk works re- very well character. as a solo yeah. character, and B, uh, Disney is not really interested in working with okay. Universal. Sorry mm-hmm.
3: to add in there, Duane. Uh She-Hulk is, yeah, owned by Universal. She-Hulk is
1: completely owned by Universal. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Not completely owned. Um, Marvel can work with her. It's just that if they do, yeah. Universal has to be a part of it. Yeah. Right? The yeah. Same as
4: Sony is now with Spider-Man. Sort of. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the Sony Disney deal for Spider-Man certainly is a a strong motivator for getting Universal. Well, you the
3: same. think you think so? Well, now that Fox Entertainment's well, it's not owned yet, but the deal will probably go through. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Their Fantastic Four will go back to Marvel. Well, to Disney and we'll see yeah. if they can actually do a uh, decent
1: I mean, Fantastic yeah. Four movie. Well, the, the important thing is well, has that it goes decent, to fantastic Four movie. The Incredibles. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the important thing is Wait, the Marvel is that Studios. Disney? That's
4: Pixar. Pixar, Pixar yeah, yeah, which is Disney. Yeah.
1: The important thing is the Marvel Studios component, mm-hmm. which, yes, it's part of Disney, mm-hmm. but it's still Kevin Feige doing the whole thing. running the show, right. yeah, and yeah. Feige has been the constant across the entire, you know, Marvel magic. Although, and who knows what happens after Endgame? Are
0: mm-hmm. they going to move away? Or are they going to try something new? We,
4: we really don't know. Yeah, I think either. they're going more cosmic. Yes. With so. Captain Marvel being kind of replacing Iron Man as the lead right. of yeah. Phase 4, and yeah. then the Guardians of the Galaxy being as popular as it was. It's had that hiccup with the James Gunn controversy, but right. uh, now that that's... Right. Also,
3: because I'm glad Captain Marvel made a lot of money. Yeah, because... It really is a a fun movie. It's okay. There's a lot of I have several issues with it as a as a movie thing because yeah. Jen Jen thought it was too long and there were slow parts. Well, uh, for me, okay, a little bit. It's not a little bit of spoilers. No spoilers. It's a little bit zero spoilers. There's a tonal thing, right? It's okay. Is she trying to recover her memory, who she is, and her identity, or is it a road trip with Nick Fury? Right. Like it. It goes back and forth. Like okay. Well, there's no reason the two can't. No, but I
1: I wish it done more. I thought it coexisted quite well.
3: I wish it done more of. Building up of her, you know, refining her memories and that sort of thing—the lost person, the lost trying to do that—more uh, than Nick. Well, Durick. that
4: wasn't really concerning her until she started discovering how her past connected with C fifty three.
3: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, I would have just for me. Also, Brie Larson. I don't blame her.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Is more the director. She didn't really get too emotional for a lot of the stuff. No, I think that's on purpose though,
0: because of the of her her, her training right. Yeah the whole the whole thing that that, that that the guy is telling her at the very beginning is yeah. keep your emotions but out of it more, see more stuff with the Kree because when they, they oh I would have loved yeah. to see more stuff exactly with the Kree. I want to been... see more about with Minerva well, yeah but I there's plenty of room for that to be fitting into no, the future it, it yeah. should
3: have been there at the beginning because when, when they no did, spoilers well the Kree no are the bad spoilers. guys Kree, 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 the bad Kree, Kree are not the bad guys Kree are the good guys did you not see Guardians of the Galaxy Kree are the bad guys
0: Cree are also the bad guys in, uh, I, I, actually, this is something I want to talk about, but we can maybe do a little later. Well, it's a little tie-in. Cree uh, as, the, as they're depicted in the um, cinematic universe versus Cree as they're depicted in, the, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because there's a huge, huge difference? difference between them. Oh, really? Okay. A huge difference. I'm talking size-wise. Oh. Kree in, uh, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are like a good foot and a half taller than regular humans. They're, they're yeah. massive. Well, uh, they
1: show they show some of that in Captain Marvel. Yes, I didn't a couple see that of Minerva, at all. Um, You know, Minerva is blue skinned but mm-hmm. human sized. There is a guy in there beard. who's built like a tank, but he's still not that much he's bigger. Off, he's he's a fair bit bigger, um, and that and also with Agents of Shield, they haven't. What what wasn't clear and it actually it only became clear to me after I've looked online and stuff, is that the guys um, on the space station Mm -hmm. aren't mainstream Kree. They're from colony worlds that have, and like the main administrator's dad is a power within that particular segment of the Kree empire and controls a number of different worlds and all this stuff. So this, I
5: think,
1: yeah, I can't remember. The, I can't remember the names. So the thing is, is that I'm not all that concerned with differences because the what they strongly implied, like for example, the first time a Cree showed up on Agents of Shield, it was, um, when, they he was, yeah, it was so. when they explained to Tahiti. Yeah, was when they explained Tahiti, and he was very much human-sized and mm, messed around. Much, messed around with Sif's mind mm. and. Yeah, he was like also that. a pink-skinned Kree. Yep. So there's been, a, there's been a variety of Kree even within Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. So the differences between the Kree we saw in Captain Marvel and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, it's a big empire. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it boils and, down and, for me. And they
0: do take in people from outside the Empire and still kind of raise them as Kree. Because, I mean, Brie Larson obviously is a human. Yes. Not a well, Kree. We, f-
1: we find that out later. Well, you she's... find that actually in the trailers. No, but, yeah. but in the trailers
0: but they give it away. Looking at her. But, yeah. She's not blue skinned She's it's, not pink skin. Well, neither is Jude Law, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, neither he, is Jude he's Law. A pink exactly. And and he does. Those two are the only pink skin Kree. Uh, uh, Jude Law. No, doesn't, but but they're not pink skinned Like pink skin Cree are pink. pink. Yeah. Not not tan. Not humans. They're like, pink. They oh. pink. Yeah. yeah. No. And we we saw one in uh, in the collector's um, uh, collection. Yes. She's yeah. she's in one but, of the cages.
1: But historically, pink skin Cree are Caucasians. Yeah. Historically, you know like if you yeah. look at the 1968. Captain Marvel books Which I actually I've read a whole ton of oh, Just Just right, recently Because there's, there's also Korath um, But he's black skin He's black skin yeah, yeah Korath the They're all Caucasians Really? Like we don't We first The only blue skin Kree In the book Is uh, Ronan the Accuser Right Yeah And who, who is interestingly described as A giant Yeah But So the pink skin Kree off.
3: Are Caucasians Yeah mm-hmm. Okay uh, Historically well, uh, Jula did a great job, though. Yeah. Jude yeah, yeah, did I, well. I, I liked him. Uh, I, Mid, liked. Mendel, Mendelssohn is the one who did a great job as a Cree guy. Mm-hmm. And that, so... Um,
1: no, like I said, there was, there Medel, was a... Mendelssohn was a Skrull. Yeah. That's what I Not said. Not a Kree. No, You, I you sorry. said sorry. a Cree.
0: Well, he <laughs> could be... But, oh, my <laughs> God, spoilers.
4: No, he's actually... We know that scrolls are in the movie. that has been in all of the trailers. It's been in all the trailers. And...
3: He's on the. You,
4: you, see, your decision to never watch trailers to avoid spoilers has completely blinded you to what is common knowledge even before you see the movie. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the fact that the Screeve there—that's what they talk about throughout all the trailers.
4: Yeah. I, I know that skulls
0: are uh, on Earth and that skull they fight against. Skrull, not scroll, Skrull. Skrull, Skrull. Scroll.
3: And <laughs> also the fact that she rem- has memories is on the trailers as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, that, that I'm not, That's not what I'm saying is a spoiler. Saying specifically that a specific character is a Skrull. Well, no, that act, could be a crazy story. No, actually,
1: spoiler. Ben Mendelssohn is the actor. Yeah. Yes. Not a character. Uh, yeah. The actor. Fine. The actor. Fine.
0: But if you know who Ben Mendelssohn is, you'll know who he is as soon as he actually, shows up in the you don't, show.
1: Because Mendelssohn himself never appears outside of Scroll Makeup. Yeah.
0: Yes, he does. Uh, sure, he does. Yes, he does. Of course, he does. As as the actor? As the actor. No, no I, I'm not as the actor Ben Mendelssohn, but as.
1: Um, the character, he the, the character key, the key. is not always shown as a scroll. None, none of his imitations were actually done by Mendelssohn himself. Yeah, it was a different actor every single time. Yes, Mendelssohn is never outside of scroll makeup in this movie. As far as I know, uh,
0: no, because you have he Fury has interactions with Mendelssohn.
1: Yeah, well, he has interactions Spoilers. with someone Plays Mendelssohn shape shifted into. But I've seen pictures of Mendelssohn. I don't think that was him. Oh,
0: it's him. It's, I, it's I'm him. telling you it's him. Yep. Okay. I've seen Ben Mendelssohn in several different shows, and it's definitely him. Right.
1: Okay.
3: Um, now, the thing I did like, I have to say, I did appreciate... Was the CGI de aging? Yeah, uh, that yeah. they did it's very, for, very funny. It's yeah, so on so Clark Gregg and, <laughs> uh,
4: and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, was they did
3: much good. better job than they did in. I'm I'm sorry, but The Force Awakens with wasn't as good as it is now.
4: Well, we're we're talking Marvel. The best comparison ought to be uh, with Ant Man.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Right. But Ant Man or even Nashi, Jeff Bridges. Fairly...
4: Yeah, and, uh, or. Um, not just
3: riches, uh, but Tron, Tron, Tron. But but but, but no no. You, you uh,
4: with ego, ego. Um, yes. Kurt Russell.
3: Kurt Russell. Yes, uh, Kurt right. Russell. They made it young as well, and it's improved. Yeah. Since then, it doesn't doesn't look as plastic
1: anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, um, you, you
0: can't really
3: include Tron in that
0: because it's a digital image of yeah. what he. Well, what
1: they also was. did some stuff though with um, Russell as a human, like. When he was that young. Oh, he when, that young. when he created Clue, right. they showed yes. him. Like Clue, yeah. yes, very plastic. Oh, Bridges. Oh, uh, Bridges, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. sorry I, when yeah. you brought up Ego, I got the two crossed in my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, I was quite impressed with what they did with Michael Douglas and Ant Man. Yes. And that that like, was good, yeah. like, okay, yeah. You know, it's not quite Streets of San Francisco, Douglas. They didn't make him that young. Right. So but, um, would
3: you, where would you rank Captain Marvel in the Marvel MCU? Uh, what, as, I don't know. I've given up favorites? on doing that. Yes. Oh, Jesus. I've given up on doing
1: that. There's too many yeah, films. There, there are too many. This is the 21st Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe film. Which is insane. There's too many to I rank I know, that's them. crazy, eh? And we're um, only
3: like two less than two months away from Endgame.
0: Yep. It's funny. I wouldn't put the, the first Avengers um not, not, not Avengers, the movie. I'm talking about Infinity the, last, War? the Infinity War? Infinity War. I wouldn't rank that in my top three. Nope.
1: <laughs> but nope. uh,
0: I might put Captain Marvel in the top three, but I don't know. No, really no. Th- I'd really have to no. think about
3: it. It was uh, good. But Civil no.
0: War is definitely up there. Um, uh, uh, Captain America 2 was up was there. He a
3: ca- was he Captain America ones? Yeah, or it's like, really, really like, the Captain America eh,
0: ones.
1: They're for, they're, they have... Maybe, oh, maybe
0: not the first one, but 2 and 3, definitely. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love the first one. The first uh, one's good. You guys another. tie in. Uh you and you and Pat did a uh did a review of the Rocketeer yes. just recently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well Joe Johnston, who yeah, directed talked The about Rocketeer, that. did we, Captain America The First Avenger. We right. mentioned that. Yeah. So yeah. The thing I so, like most about First Adventure is the
0: fact that he spends some of his time as just a propaganda aide. He doesn't it, actually get to do what he fights. But that's invited. perfect, yeah. because
3: yeah. That's, and, that's, that's what he was. Right? Yeah.
1: it is the first example of Marvel-Disney synergy that I have ever seen, yeah. Yeah. Yes. because the show tunes are done by Alan Menken, yeah. who has done the uh, music for several of the you know current wave of Disney animated films going back to The Little Mermaid in 1989. So you know when i when i saw the credits like lyrics Alan Menken, it's like of course or sorry um not lyrics he does music mm-hmm. it was yeah. ashman who did the lyrics and ashman passed away so, before oh, Aladdin came out sorry. Way to go paul really? but, well yeah, he's, he's not part of this conversation exactly anyway. but yeah but um, hey, the go box the movie it's really good yeah. so the box office for captain marvel has It's really surprising. It's very good. It's over two hundred
4: million at this point, isn't it? um, Um. It's
1: up around yeah. The domestic box office is well over two hundred million as of Friday. Uh, The total, including international, has been up around seven hundred and fifty million. Um, It's Box Office Mojo is projecting that uh, Captain Marvel will be on top again this weekend, probably with a take around the domestic sixty-five million mark. Well, it's number
4: six overall. I yeah. think as far as the Marvel ones, uh, too. Marvel, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. In, as far as best opening weekends. And, oh really? Yeah, yeah. number six. And
1: it is uh, number one at the box office for twenty nineteen so far. Yep. Uh, and that China has apparently been a huge market for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was well, close that, to they're... a close to a hundred million in China alone. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's supposed to be opening in Japan like this week apparently, which is the last major international market that it's opening in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, apparently all these calls for you know, a boycott or... The, <laughs> yeah, the, that, that, uh, the interesting <laughs> one I heard was go see, if you want to support female-led film, go see Battle Angel Alita instead. <laughs> well, um, I haven't which seen it, but I hear lots of good things about it. Which um, apparently didn't budge its box office at all yeah so mind you Alita hasn't been a failure it hasn't been a spectacular success the the
3: thing is that's what people everyone disses DC Universe right they've all their movies have made money yes a lot of money so they're saying that oh they're failures well not really they've
4: well they're critical failures but as far as financially goes they've made money
3: exactly so people people like oh I don't like the DCU Is like well you know what people still go see them and they're making money yeah Yeah. I've enjoyed them that's for
4: sure
1: yeah Um, so, yeah, so speaking of that, uh, looking at the other Captain Marvel. Yeah, Shazam. 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 <laughs> See, that's one thing I've asked to um, ask him.
3: I haven't read his comic for a while. How does he introduce himself? Because in the old days. I,
1: like, I don't know. Like, I can't, I don't he know. can't say I'm Shazam because then he goes back to being it, a kid. It, it used to be that um, it was a different member of the Marvel family, Captain Marvel Jr., that had the distinction of being a superhero who couldn't say his own name. Because uh, Captain, when he said Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, says Shazam. Mm-hmm. Captain Cap- Marvel Jr. was given his abilities by Captain Marvel. So and when he, and says, so Captain he says Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. yeah. Um, in the only uh, Shazam series that I own, um, which was from, I think it was early two thousands, called The Power Shazam, um, started off with a graphic novel written and drawn by a guy named Jerry Ordway. Uh, the regular series, which lasted about forty issues, was written by Ordway, but with art by. But others. how does he introduce himself? Um, instead of calling himself Captain Marvel Jr., he no, referred no. to him... Shazam. How does Shazam introduce himself? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. I haven't you read. I haven't read anything me, where they've started calling the character Shazam. Right. Um, I've the stuff I've read was where, because of trademark reasons, they called the book. The Power of Shazam mm-hmm. But the character was still called Captain Marvel For,
3: But they got rid of that after a while as well yep. They just, just so started calling him Shazam in, instead of Captain Marvel yeah.
1: So in um, <laughs> In The Power of Shazam There's two Captain Marvel Billy Batson and his sister Mary Both of whom used the word Shazam uh, Captain Marvel Jr. Started calling himself CM3 Oh, and that way he can actually <laughs> oh mention his God. own name. <laughs> <laughs> At the Why does he call yeah. himself CM well, Punk then? Well, that
0: is funny, though. Yeah, that is is funny. <laughs> CM3.
1: Yeah. So, but like um, I've heard up and down things about what DC is currently doing with the property. Um, apparently, the current take is not really seeming terribly uh, consistent with what the movie's doing. Uh, But I really want to see the movie. Um, They're currently projecting that uh, Shazam is going to do about 40 mil in its opening weekend, which is respectable. but Not, you know, not massive blockbuster level.
0: Sure, it's not Captain Marvel level, but it's still pretty good. Yeah.
1: Oh jeez. People are like it's not
3: saying Shazam
1: the results in transformation it's saying
3: Shazam complete with the exclamation. Uh, that's <laughs> um, the way is it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Who knows. I mean like it wouldn't you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they went uh, simply that you ridiculous. have to have intent it's when you say the word. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You or know, that's 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 a simple thing. Yeah.
3: yeah. That would work. Well, the, because the thing is like yeah, because they the whole thing about him losing that they, they Dropped Captain Marvel even in the comic books after a while just to. Well, they had to. Well,
1: only recently. No, nope, well, they didn't have to.
3: They the, It was the title, it was the comic cover. Yeah.
1: They weren't allowed to say yeah.
3: Captain Marvel. Yeah. But DC kept calling him, well, he, they yeah. kept calling him Captain Marvel yeah. in the comics until, I can't remember when, but yeah, so, not too long yeah, ago. So they the thing just is, the that up, really.
1: you can't copyright names. Mm hmm you can trademark them. Yes. So Marvel, because Fawcett abandoned the Captain Marvel trademark, were able to trademark Captain Marvel back around 1968 and they've made sure to maintain that trademark over time. Which is why they said that you have all the Fantastic Four Trademark. you have to do it or else you lose it. Trademark is for trade. Yes. So you know, so DC can't call toys Captain Marvel. They can't call the book Captain Marvel or anything like that. But inside the book, and (laughs) they did this years it's only in the last two three years that they actually stopped calling the character captain, captain marvel, marvel. Yeah. Yeah. um so yeah but uh like someone else was bringing this up uh with regards to calling wing and misty knight because mm-hmm. yeah. in the comic books um, their detective agency is called Nightwing Restorations. Right. <laughs> Night and Wing. But, <laughs> but Of Nightwing, course, D, D, DC famously has Nightwing trademark. and has the trademark to that. Right. So, you know. They can call
3: Nightwing inside the comics, but they exactly,
4: can't. Exactly,
1: but they couldn't call the show Nightwing Restorations. Luckily, because they that could. Call that could
4: it Daughters of the Dragon. They could call it. And yes. They would, I'm yep. sure.
1: But, yeah. So well, that's probably the. Biggest shame of the whole Netflix Marvel situation is that, uh, you know, doing a Colleen Iron Fist Wing and Misty Knight team up series probably would have been an interesting way to go, mm-hmm. but they can't actually use any of those characters, any of those actors for two years, yeah, because right. of the deal they had, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh,
4: so well, back to Captain Marvel, I mean, I Went off to the washroom, and now I missed out on some of it. Thing, one thing that I really liked about it was that there was no romantic subplot. Yes, yeah, at at that was a great... Not
1: a single one.
4: But yep. that is actually fairly common with female-led movies, right? No, Wonder Woman. Well, it, that's kind of the, the exception, and I've got to really wonder, was Steve, Ru- Steve Trevor Fridged, if Wonder Woman? <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you talk about male-led movies, the Uh-oh. only one I can think of that doesn't have romantic subplot where there is a supporting a primary supporting actress was dread. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Dred, right. Um one thing that kind of caught me off guard or surprised me with Captain Marvel was uh, Monica Rambeau. Yes. Okay, we're talking about a 6-year gap. Yes, between them. She's eleven. That's well, not much, but no, for no, but kids, well, that's huge.
3: She's eleven when she comes back, so yeah. she was five when she left.
4: When we see all those pictures of her, she was looking a lot, a lot older. And also, a five-year-old wouldn't be like have
3: all those massive memories, like because uh, of a six-year gap. As well, they the could. Father
1: they could. of an eight-year-old, I tend to disagree. <laughs> yeah, but, <no>, but <laughs> you be su- no. When it comes to emotional attachments, you would be surprised yeah. how but much it has my been kid three, remembers. But
3: it has been three years since they had that it,
4: person. What got me was really just the age of the character. because yes. she There there should have been a much bigger gap. She should have Or been. less of a gap. Well, like, over a six-year period, the yeah. the character should have changed drastically. Yes. So those earlier photos... They well, it'd be have like
3: if there were less of a gap, right? like where it's only there's only been a couple of years since she's been gone.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, I enjoyed uh, the character of Maria Rambo oh yes I really liked the friendship between mm-hmm. um, the two the two characters there yeah uh, and,
3: that, and also so the thing about Monica Rambo is you know the connection for that right oh yeah of
1: course she becomes
3: the other Captain, Captain, Marvel. Marvel. The other one Captain of the, Marvel one of the other iterations of Captain Marvel yeah. in the yep. 80s where it's Though she's pro-
4: they're, they're pushing towards her being Photon when yes. she shows up in the MCU oh, yeah. well,
3: that, because that's her, her powers are different than the other Captain Marvels as mm-hmm. well yeah. Uh,
4: th- yeah and actually another issue I had with Captain Marvel is just it's something that shows up in anime as well uh, how powerful is the character as powerful as they need to be in the moment. Yeah, that's true.
3: <laughs> that's a lot of comics, though, right? Yeah. It all depends who's writing it, right? Yeah. If it's a crossover, if it's Wolverine versus Hulk, if it's a main Wolverine story, you know he's going to have the upper hand. If it's a main Hulk story, it's going to be the Hulk.
4: Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it, it,
1: yeah. Uh, I didn't really find that. I mean, like... Well,
4: okay, she goes from doing all that stuff in space to then dealing with Jude Law's character. And, you know, with Paul sitting right here, I don't want to say too much, but, you know, that that whole second part of that, dealing with Jude's law character after what she did in space, shouldn't have been an issue whatsoever. And, and I mean, the way... Wh- it,
1: it wasn't. Though, well,
4: yes and no. There there was still, they built up the tension that there was still going to be uh, a big... you know well, yeah, that, 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 was, was a,
1: that was the whole, like, it was... I can't go into this without spoilers I just yeah. can't it, yeah, I know. it so, seemed like it
4: was more of a mental issue a mental yeah. block for her and, and yeah else. you know I mean like but, I mean if, coming off of what she just did yeah there yeah, shouldn't I, be a mental block whatsoever yeah.
1: well it, and in my opinion it was meant to show just how ridiculous Law's character was being yeah. and mm-hmm. did so extremely effectively yeah but yeah Anyways, like I said, it's hard to get into that without spoilers. Mm-hmm. I really, I really. Paul, like plug that your that
0: ears
3: knowledge. and hum to yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
0: we, we don't want to spoil for our listeners all, all yeah. who may not so, have seen the show yet. Or um, movie yet.
4: I, I think gonna, Paul's the exception.
3: It's going I don't to be.
4: Think so I, I, I know people. Who that's seen
2: that's it an unfair generalization that you shouldn't be making. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so most Pauls uh, we know to, haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, How's that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see where things go from here.
3: Hmm. Where um, do we go from here? Sorry, Buffy. So yeah. we're going well, to Endgame. I because, swear.
1: yeah, Buff- we're going into Endgame. <coughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's an undisputable fact and not spoilery that, you know, there's basically 24 years in between the end of Captain Marvel and Endgame. <laughs> yeah. So that's a big chunk of time to fill in. Well, that's why and they can give her own
3: movies. They can yeah. give yeah, her well,
1: own I, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's going to be interesting to see. Of course, the the one thing I have, though, is. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they don't elect to do that. But but my
3: thing is also, like, okay, so Nick Fury had this pager to get a hold of her, because you Mm -hmm. see that in Avengers Infinity War, that he's to use in case, you know, emergency. emergency. Yep. So, when the aliens are invading New York, and you're threatening to nuke your own city, that's hey. not an emergency? Well, the Avengers He's had that under the control. The Avengers took care of that, and he it, knew they would. It, you, can they, they were willing to nuke their own city. They knew they would. Right. Uh, and also, Age of in Ultron. Fact, if they hadn't
0: nuked their own city, or attempted to nuke yeah. their own city, and the Shatari would never have been destroyed be, in the first place. Yep. So and You're wrong. To
1: be honest, it wouldn't okay. surprise me if they bring up that off-screen He did. Yes. And she just wasn't able to get there in time. In time. Because, uh, you know, where would she be? I mean, she's fast. She's in a whole other galaxy at this point. You know, can she, you know, considering that the whole Tatari thing developed over the course of a day? Yes. Yeah. Can she make it back from wherever the hell she is? If she had
3: the right power base, yes, she could.
1: I've Uh, been championing characters who could do
3: it. I I could
0: could very uh, easily see in a future movie where they do a tie-in, yes. where she gets the signal from Nick Fury, like, oh, I can't, I'm in the middle of something. Or she's attacking the
3: Chachari base from the other side.
1: Oh, I suppose. If she's, if she's ever involved with the Chachari at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So but, I
3: think we're... Yeah, at this point, we've probably come to
0: the end of episode uh, 70-something. I don't remember what. <laughs> I don't, I, I, <laughs> We're I not, we're not 100 yet. Crazy. We have to keep track of 100.
3: Yeah, when we hit
0: 100, we should do a, a big, big celebration. Th- yeah. And perhaps another uh, trivia. Uh, Star Wars trivia. <laughs> Not Star Wars. We could do a Marvel trivia. We, we yeah, may, maybe we'll, we'll we'll pick a different. And I'll I'll come with uh, questions and I'll bring the buzzers again, again. and we'll do the And we'll have out. an extra
3: mic just for Patrick as well. As we we
4: saying. we need to do something obscure like a and d trivia. Let, let's go back to the 70s <laughs> oh, God. Oh,
2: That God. be painful. That's an unfair advantage for the rest of you old fucks <laughs> we, we, uh, we, we, no, we, It's only an only, no, 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 no,
1: no, advantage no. For I, guys I, named Patrick <laughs> I, finished, I finished off the 70s At age 7 uh, so we, we could do I wasn't one from, even born yet
3: So we, uh, we could do one from the you I'm
1: know, just saying, chain mail I wouldn't know much what? more than you Chainmail. <laughs> that was That's oh, the precursor to, uh, to D&D, D&D. <laughs> yeah. oh. Before yeah. d d uh, yes. <laughs> so you remember the same? Man. Yeah, D&D. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah,
4: I, I heard heard, it was like, I, I never, never had them, out. but I do remember the booklets for yes, uh, Chainmail for, for and was, yeah. was it yeah. Yeah. Wizards? Uh, Wizards, yeah. Wizards
1: d- yeah. D&D was the fantasy supplement to Chainmail, basically <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the role-playing part. Because you're, you're
2: ancient. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right.
1: Yes. <laughs> we are old men. Yeah. Anyway, I'm talking old men
0: things. Thank you for joining us uh, for another episode of the Out of the podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basement podcast. We'd like to thank Radio Free Music for our intro and outro music. Both songs were done by an amazing artist named Silent Partner. The intro music is called Drop and Roll, and the outro music is called Grand Navy Plaza. And we'll have links to both those songs in our show notes. If you liked what you heard and wish to support the show, please consider becoming a backer on Patreon. We can be found at patreon.com slash ootbpod. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.